You are listening to Thursday Nights, Season 4, Episode 59. Justin in his room, door shut. <laughs> silence, Sobbing silence falling over the uh, silence falling over the. What is this? Your your sweet, uh, your sweet for the last uh, for the last couple minutes as the uh, as the pretty loud argument loud argument between Mock, Baron, and Justin uh, resolved itself. We can finish playing that out on another session if we sure. have to. And- when we have Kevin. Um, but yes, night has fallen on Silvery Moon once again. And uh, each of you have, each of you have brought back bits of research um, that you have spent the day, uh, spent the day doing. Uh, yeah, everyone, all, all that you split off. Uh, you want to spend a little bit, Jerson's in his, uh, in his room reviewing his notes and such, but uh, you want to spend a minute reviewing as a, as a group. In character, sort of your next uh, your next steps here as we move into the next couple days. Uh, uh, we need to go back to Balanos. She wanted to see everybody who was going to be riding in the balloon. I suppose. I guess she's already met Grumbar, so I guess she doesn't need to see him. But she wanted to see everybody else. I guess if she could something about designing it big for, enough for something. For I don't know. Needs, which would seems it would behoove us to make something that would be more comfortable for our. Balloon opposed. So she's ours. Simply gonna make this balloon as she's well. All she wants a sprite as a critical component of the balloon. I don't know much about that, and uh, and also probably money. (laughs) But it seems that she that she specializes in building balloons. She was very excited at the prospect of working with Grumbard in a balloon. Which is good for us. It's very great for us. It gives us leverage to strike a bargain. She seemed passionate, if nothing else. She said she need we need to get a feisty sprite. When we go back something about a lake and storms or something. Right, yes, yes. When we go back uh with everyone we should uh double check that we have the right parameters of the sprite that we need to find. What does Scrimcorn know about sprites? Are they within the world of Fey and Critters? Druid yeah, things? sprites is uh, um, it's sort of a, a a bit of a generic term for what could be a lot of different nature spirits. Um, there are uh, uh, sprite can refer to a specific type of species, but is oftentimes used by people to just sort of mean any sort of. There, in, in some dialects in the world, even a fire elemental would be called a sprite. It's, uh, you know, it's a, it's a, it refers to the, the general sort of essence of their being. So yeah, you know, Scrimcorn is, in his, uh, in, in his areas, you know, definitely, it's, just, it's, a, it's a natural force in a sort of... Are there any kinds that he particularly does not like? Scrimcorn? Yeah, is there a, is there a kind that's particularly mischievous or is seen as a as an ill actor by the witches? 
as an ill actor by the witches. Um, like if it's like a little, like a like a little cherub with wings that makes people fall in love. Um, <laughs> was the pop part of that? I want that guy to be locked <laughs> in a jar, makes. powering the balloon. Uh, Scrimcorn doesn't know much about wind sprites specifically. They tend to be more associated with uh, coastal areas and like the actual coast yep. and lakes, right? Uh, uh, they they are the the talk of of sailors and such. So, oh, so out. Okay, I was going to say. Yeah, near the. I'm. He's at the coast, so that's why yeah. he's familiar with it. You know, he's. But he's not. He's not a sailor. Yeah. He's a captain. But forest sprites, like, very familiar, like, with the concept, right. so, like, uh, all sorts of sprites. Right, those guys are great. Those guys are great. Martin grumbles, <clears throat> who doesn't like loudly so people can hear him, he says, well, uh, we do need to do a good bit of research on the translation of this, uh, of, of, of the writing from Deepen Mascot, and I have a couple of questions about enchanting of weapons, but looking over at Dresden's door, Probably not the time to drag we Drusen into another another uh, tangled web of questions and answers. So perhaps looking into this sprite is the next best thing. Drusen, yeah. uh, as a reminder, uh, and Baron uh, sort of, well, Baron mo- mostly pulled Drusen home from the map house. As yes. there, w- there was clearly more to be discerned and learned in these tomes that Drusen had uh, uh, picked out. In fact, he was able to get all those books sort of uh, set aside in that little research area that he was using, so they'll still be there for when he wants to go back. He, he, he wanted to stay there all night, but uh, uh, Baron, the voice of reason, not to come home asleep. Not pushing each other too far might be wise, as we might have a long time in close quarters coming up. I remember the trip up to Mirabar. <laughs> that was slow going and cramped. So that was only. That's cold. A few days, a week or two. At least Ted will be naked in <laughs> Absolutely. And which is willing. Can we just say it for a for a, mm. a, a group of adventurers? You know, <laughs> and with the all around, I think, right? Uh, adventurers such as us who've become accustomed to life on the road, even a couple of days in a in a in a combinations as nice as this. Gives one the, uh, the 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 uh, the itch to stretch their legs a bit, maybe clear the air with the all all of the conversation and research that's been happening. It might mean that once we set out for a longer journey, we. Peter suggested I'm tired of this bed, cousin, and you're sorely wrong. Fox like, no, no, cousin. You know as well as I do that a paved road is more comfortable to my my feet than a grassy one. However, however. Uh, <clears throat> there's there's much to do here, and it seems like a a, a brisk walk and a hard day's work is uh, is always a good cure for any sort of contention amongst. Uh, well, that's a good dwarven cure for whatever ails you. Well said, there. That may be an ale afterwards. These dwarves are so weird. And they will come forth back to the bed and sleep in the bed, uh, feather bed as well. Mm. But after a good sweat and a few miles marching. Their, their love of marching and, and hard labor, I'm surprised they haven't been enslaved by orcs or something, just as an entire species, honestly. <laughs> Will Vane looks... Is he... Uh, did he say that out loud? Yeah, not, not to the group <laughs> size. He, he, he mumbles it to his brother. 
Like, it's private conversation. Dude's got some sharp ears. <laughs> yeah. Does he overhear this from oh, okay. <laughs> Definitely, He's definitely not like whispering it like whisper, other. Whisper, but it's, def- it's in his tone of voice that he mumbles about like your dead wife or like God, this guy loves rocks too much and like I think Barajaw may have killed someone while we were sleeping, someone that we don't know about. Like There's a little death involved. He just, he just puts another <laughs> just, kick on the, yeah. the body count. <laughs> I got you. Yeah. Alright. So, dinner arrives, feast is had, night falls, the sun rises. It's very early in the morning when you hear a knock on your door. It's, uh, Mock's like one of the first stop, right? Mock is, Mock is an early riser. Um, uh, so is Drustin, but Drustin he's an early riser, but and doing his own thing. Sure. He's, uh, but so Mock, Mock, Mock even is probably a little blurry, bleary-eyed, depending on how quite early it is. Yeah, it's early enough. It's like, it, Mock kind of like, ugh. You gotta like, uh... You hear this like Socks acid. the pillow twice, just like, is his daily routine, just kind of snap out of it. <laughs> Walks over in the buff to the door. Opens it up. <laughs> in the buff. Uh, well. Amazing. That's what you get for showing up too early in the morning. <laughs> if you do a twirl. It happens so rarely because so rarely. He, so, so, so. Barvik. Barvik, the gem cutter. So, uh, goggles on his eyes, you. sees Mock, raises the goggles. Says, uh, uh, well met, Barvik. Uh, uh, clear, clearly you've achieved your station in life through uh, early mornings and no, no shortage of hard toil. You've even beat me out of bed, which doesn't happen often. He chews on his. I swear. He chews on his something. lit cigar and says, "Again? Oh, oh my yeah. gosh, this guy's early oh, yeah. cigar." Sorry. No shame from old Mock there. Hey, look, game recognized game. I mean, yeah, he's like, look. He's a soldier, <laughs> Mock's right? like, I get up early. Some and I don't wear clothes. Some people get up earlier. <laughs> oh, wait, the nakedness? Yeah. Why are we even talking about that? <laughs> he says, I jog the length of the city every morning before I open the shop. Oh, my hmm. God. That must take a while with tiny uh, It's a huge city. Like, uh, <laughs> city. I, I, I respect that, Barvik. I've, uh, I, keep, I keep in shape other ways, but... Remember adding on. A, <laughs> remember adding on uh, a stone or two of, of of soft layers when I was uh, about keeping my shop. I uh, see how you uh, you're balancing some uh, some uh, some good hard uh, some some physical challenges in with your your daily your daily carvings. He says, "Hmm, mm. come come in. I'll I'll I'll, uh, I'll throw on a robe here and we can talk. We can talk." He takes a step inside and looks all around at this place. Never been in this suite. He says, adventuring life doing well for you. <laughs> you know what they say. You're either doing well or you're dead. Uh, <laughs> he just takes a couple puffs, looks around, and sits down at the uh, at the feast table, Indeed. which is being cleaned up. Yeah. <gasps> cleaned up again? Yeah. Why do they keep uh, comes back shortly. Stale turkey is the best kind of turkey. Mock comes back shortly, you know, wearing, uh, you know, just having thrown a, t- a tunic on. Uh, I imagine after the first night there and our complaints, they brought us proper robes that fit dwarves oh, instead of the elf robes. Instantly. They're well, probably like, poof, poof, poof. I got a robe of Anyone open their mouth to say. Yeah, like, I feel like Baron I'm sure Baron did not allow that to go more than one day. 
Specifically, because I asked, when you, you said, well, like, can we get too many things? Like, somebody did, we're saying that Baron did. Baron did. <laughs> yeah, Baron, you know, like, can we get any, like, a robe and a better size would be nice. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He's too <laughs> so old to be around the bushes. bush there. When right Mock returns to the area with his uh, robe, uh, properly adorned, uh, Barvik. Barvik. Barvik is, he's standing up again, just holding the sort of back of the chair, leaning down on it. Well, Barvik, what, what uh, brought you to our chambers then, quite so early? I felt that our business had been concluded, which I was very appreciative of. He nods and he says, he says, yes, yes, our, uh, he says, our business has been concluded. He says, I'm here for another, another matter entirely. A, uh, uh, he says, a, a separate business proposition of sorts. Uh, he says, I typically don't make any sort of decisions unilaterally for our me and my companions. Shall I summon them, or is this something that you'd rather just propose myself? He, uh, he shrugs and he says, he says, makes no difference to me. You can hear what I have to say and bring it to your companions if you think it's even an option. Very well. Have a... Continue. Uh, you guys are not speaking in hushed. Like, uh, no, they're speaking loudly. Absolutely I, I, not. I would say Scrim would wake up if he hears conversation that he doesn't. Yeah. There's, there's he doesn't also recognize. stirring at this Enter point. the Scrim? Um, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, ah, there's Scrim. Yeah. Ah, come on over. This is, uh, this is Barmik, a uh, wonderful crafter, and uh, fix me up with some, some excellent supplies for our, our upcoming journey here. Uh, uh, Barmik, uh, Scrimcorn. Uh, the swamp, uh, the and swamp. Uh, accomplished dru- druid and uh, generally salty adventure. Scrim- the scrimcorn wearing one of the dwarven fitting robes, which basically looks like a very baggy but very very short t-shirt. No. What is what is scrimcorn? He's, he's wearing the the afforded robes, not all like I'm sure there's like a proper way to do it all up, but it's kind of like. He's clearly just put minimal like, effort. Like, in if it. there's like a, a a waist strap thing, it's not tied in like a nice like bow thing that goes up. It's just like eight square knots tied together. Kind of. <laughs> looks uh, scrimcorn up and down real quick, and he says, "Well, Matt." Um. He. Scrim shakes his hand. Barvik takes his hand and just it's up down hard. Um. Yeah. Uh, sc- Scrim, like, has shaken hands before. He's not, like, alien, but he's also just, like, what? Which has happened to my Stranger hand. Stranger in our thing. Kind of weirded out, because that might be literally the first time Mock has ever introduced Scrim. It was. <laughs> so it was also kind of, like, of the swamp. Like, like I the mean, way I said it was, I hope it came across as awkward and maybe a first right. time him saying it. Scrim definitely took it as, I think... That that might be all that Mock knows about me. Has <laughs> <laughs> boiled Scrim down to like one thing. He's like Scrim. He's like he's uh hangs he's out with stuff. Those. I'm not sure. Anyway, he like shakes a hand kind of like that, and uh, and he's gonna sit down on one of the couch things and maybe grab. I'm sure there's some kind of it is breakfast time. Yes. Barbara uh, brings a, quail eggs, shell, shell, a shell. proposition for us. Uh, please. Uh, <clears throat> Join us. He says, all right. Hello. You're he here early. Hey, he says, uh, uh, he says, he says, yes. He says, it's about my daughter, Aurora. <laughs> that didn't work, did it, with uh, Berger the other day? Well, I thought it went okay. Uh, oh, Berger came out and he says, <laughs> Yeah, she's, ah, she's like Bear-Jaw. scratching her face and she steps out. Uh, shoulders her way out of the giant, the door, just like. You know her. Uh, join us, Berger. Uh, Barbara. Uh, it's a small room. I cannot help but join you. <clears throat> yeah, of course. 
He says she just starts eating whatever's left over, like whatever's left. She Maybe the napkins. The napkins. Sure. He says, there becomes a point in a father's life when he realizes that he can't control what his daughter's going to do when she uh, becomes old enough to make her own decisions. Five or six, usually. He says, I'll cut to the chase. I'd rather her, uh, I'd rather her hit the road with somebody I trust than, uh, uh, than the next random passerby that passes through town. He says, now before you speak, I'm not looking, uh, he says, I'm not making a request of a babysitter, and I expect that you will likely say no to this request, and that's fine with me. But if there's room in your journey where you're headed, he says, I can't think of a better, uh, uh, of a better companion to, uh, for her to have on her first, uh, adventurer's journey. He says, and I'd be lying if I say that I hope she has a good time here. He says, I'd be sending you with a, uh, I'd be sending you with a sum of gold to keep in secret, such that if she decides that the life is not for her, which I hope with every fiber of my being she does, you can book her passage back home with the coin that I have given you. Well, Barbic, uh... <clears throat> and it, he, he's been standing this whole time, like, gripping the back <laughs> of the chair. Nervous. And then he, like, he lets go, and he sort of, like, wipes his hand, uh, wipes his hands, and he says... He says, that's just an idea I had last night. Mock um, <sighs> um, clearly flustered. Like, Bear down Scr- deep in her mouth. Scrim is like <laughs> making high contact with dress, like with, with Mock like, and he kind of is like, <clears throat> Master Fallhammer. Excuse me. Of the hammer, a moment. <laughs> oh, <laughs> full course. of the hammer. Uh, of course, uh, Barbic. Uh, and he puts his hands up uh, uh, and he says, "Of course, of course." And uh, and he walks over to like the corner of the room and just sort of like awkwardly admiring the woodwork in the, on the wall, or at least evaluating uh, it. Mock uh, <laughs> kind of like turns in, you know, private counsel to with Baron. Baron has come out of Dressen's room by now, and Mock goes, "Thank, thank, thank you God, have got to hear this." He says, "Thank God." I say we, we were the three of us were the worst to make any decision for a child that I know of. Shroom says, You're fully grown. You said so yourself. I'd have, I'd have opened my mouth. I don't really care what what uh, he says, but this is the this is the dwarf you've, you're trying to forge some business connections with, right? <clears throat> well, that business is concluded for now. Um, there isn't really a necessity for an ongoing relationship, but he's a very honorable dwarf and an excellent craftsman and he has earned my respect a few times over for that. I, I feel beholden to treat him well. Though this request, right? Then, then I'm glad. Then I'm glad we had a moment first. Is he actually trying to kill his kin? Because ten to one odds, she won't make it a week out from here. Not, I, independent of how competent she is. Well, we've talked every night about how we I are thought her, she did okay. Mag- magic black hole for trouble. Scrim, and think about this. If there's anything that's going to improve her odds, it's one of us looking out for her, which I don't know if any of us are equipped to do, other than Baird. He just I like that Baird wasn't there for the initial ask. He's picking it up He's by being involved in this conversation. One of the four people Baird, around. who him. is this that we're talking Baird, about? Baird, have a seat, have a seat. And he passes him, like, some coffee. One fully says, grown dwarf. Forty-five. They say that this is as big as they get. Ah, uh, 
They don't get bigger, do it they? It takes a while for the brain to catch up. Okay. All I'm saying is the last time I was put in charge of a child it became a problem for everyone. <laughs> Mock says, and he, he's like nodding he as he's giving goes, it to you. leans back to Bear and he says, Bear, and, and this one has a streak of the wanderlust that would make, make Drusen look like a homebody. I mean, we don't know. We're going halfway across the blooming world. I, I, hooking them up with some mercenaries nearby who are gonna go hunt a band of wolves or something. Like, this is a bit dire business for some youngling. He, he knows we're heading across the world. He assumes we're heading far and abroad. I don't know why. Perhaps it's perhaps he thinks this is some way where he can split the difference and keep his daughter somewhat attached to the gem crafting business through my, through myself, while also feeding her an event. If he sends her off with a captain of the guard, she'll not know anything of, of dwarven culture or business at all. At least we have three upstanding dwar- dwarves. <laughs> dwarves. <laughs> who can, uh, who can, uh, hopefully guide her towards the values of home and hearth. When do dwarves not become younglings anymore? Fifties. Uh, Sort of uh, around there, but you know, it's, it depends on the dwarf. I mean, if she was older, then like, you know, then Baron should probably move on. He just leans in and goes, but just, My first Dale was 30, but my first woman was 45. Like you were 45? She's younger than any of my children. Not happening. For comparison, uh, my uh, children are older than all of you except him. <laughs> well, that I still do not understand what. Oil thing comes out holding snoot. Hi, Glow. Hi, we are talking about serious business. Oh, I overheard a little bit. Are we, are we getting a new friend? Yes! We might be inheriting another baby. <laughs> I was like, another yes, baby. we are! Another baby, but a dwarven baby. They're much bigger than They're so baby. big. They're huge. I do not know how they get through the... I'm not... They keep saying she's 45, but she's a youngling. I don't know if she still has it's to be just, nursed. It's, it's not clear. Thing. It's what, what, one thing. moment, one moment. I don't think it's a witch's Let's thing. assume she doesn't All right. die. All right. If she um, doesn't... I'm not assuming that. This is... If she doesn't die... Do you think she would be able to provide some value to our, our small company here? Perhaps amusement? What does she do? She has good, um, she has good lower body strength. I think she can uh, perhaps tackle something. So she's a fighter then? Potentially. Mock good teacher. Erky Timbers was confident in his Don't right. bring up Erky Timbers! But I now, told you already! And he pours out some we of don't his, talk about his you. morning goat milk. We've poured out on many oh, occasions. We all have poured timbers. out. I don't I, like doing this. It's a weird, I, weird thing. What's the dwarf set? I hope the shopkeeper Baron always pours out over and sees us all. <laughs> I wanted to drink ah! Pouring out some drinks going, Why are you wasting that? We're tapping his volume. Oh yeah, no. Barbic is like tapping his foot loudly and scratching the back of his head. I wouldn't I take her to Diva Moscow. I think we should give her a chance if she can make it there. She deserves to go. On her own? If with us. <laughs> Obviously, no, not on her own. It, so if, if she, she comes goes, with us, then she deserves to come with us? I don't understand your reasoning. If she can survive that long. And if she not, she's dead. Uh, then that, it's that sounds like a lie of logic. Like if she's accomplished it, then she's earned it. There. Thank you. 
That sounds like there's a lot of dead Goliath children. Yes, there are. And a lot of unpunished criminals, I would assume. Hmm. He earned it. They earned it. <laughs> Mock kind of like breaks from the group and what he goes is back crime, to Barvik and he exactly. says, he says, uh, Barvik, uh, it's not a no, <laughs> but it's not a we, no. we simply, we, we, we fear for your daughter's life and simply don't know how good of a caretakers we might be for uh he interrupts you immediately and says i ain't looking for a caretaker he says he says he's not looking for a caretaker he says she can earn her coin she can uh she can pull her weight she's tough you need help with those gems she's quite accomplished in she that got me a niece. He says, she got me knees i'll take, take your word for that he says i ain't hiring a babysitter here he says oh that would be very expensive <laughs> he says i'm offering a sword hand all right. An apprentice for you? Are you interested in having an apprentice? Or uh, he says, "I want it to be clear here. I'm not looking for any favors." Well, then, how much time until she's ready to hit the road and perhaps never return? <clears throat> he. Uh, uh, this is true. She will probably die. He takes a deep breath and he. Uh, he says, "If you were to accept this uh, uh, this offer, a couple days to get her affairs in order." All right. Well then. We'll give you a answer within a day. He says, that's more than fair. There's no rush. He says, uh, well, Matt Barvik, you've certainly solved a large problem I have and perhaps have handed me one of a larger scope instead. In he is a very <laughs> sensible but, father. But, uh, well met, and I, uh, I, uh, the last seems talented. I told you, she got my knees. Like one time, she if she's coming, if she's good. coming with, or even if she's maybe coming with, as maybe. he looks sure. to Barvik, um, <clears throat> she's gonna come. She's gonna need to meet Balanos. That's true. Uh, he says, uh, uh, "Bring her with us." Nods and he says, but "Maybe, maybe the day gives us a chance to uh, <clears throat> tackle the sprite." Well, I think we need to go to Balanos before we go get the sprite. Sprite first, then battle. I really don't know how these airships work. Yeah, no, 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 no. You have not been given the mission. You've been given a high-level overview of what will be involved, uh, but you yeah. you don't know we'll be going back where to go or what to do. Yeah, we'll, we'll, get this well, we'll have to cross that bridge. Up, up. Yeah. Unless we know we want this lasting, which... Mine, mine that tunnel when we get to it? Is we'll it mine that tunnel when we... Dig to it. I mean, it's nice. valuable to give children the proper training. I mean, my daughter and sons are certainly... I got a son who's a soldier and a daughter who's a traitor and also formidable in her own right, and they didn't get that way without good training. Mm. So I respect the idea that she should receive training if this is the trade she's interested in pursuing. However, I don't know that we're the ones to provide it. They, she's going to do it anyway. Barbara can still here, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's going I mean, to do yeah, it anyway. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. We, 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 like we often do, just kind of like, cop back up into our own conversation. Yeah, yeah. You're like, well, Bellinos, and you guys are discussing it. Awkwardly on the outside again. Uh, no, this time he's just, he's like looking, and he's like standing uh, okay. at attention. Perfect. Uh, Scrim puts his hand up for a second and says, Master Barvik. 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 Right. And you're rolling too much. This is a scrim corner of the swamp. Of the jewels. Family variety. No. Of the glitterstones. He says, you you may know Master Fohammer a bit, but you might not know our group of adventurers. We adventure, it's good. Um, So, one question that I'm sure is on our minds is, uh, is she she tight-lipped? Can she keep a secret? 
not all our affairs hmm. are schoolyard gossip. Well, if she tells anyone, we kill her. Problem solved. He says, I raised her with the honor of the dwarves. And he looks to, uh, he looks to Mock and Baron as he says this and says, uh, he says, our word, uh, uh, he says, our word and our honor is, uh, is the core of who we are. And <coughs> as a father, I would want that for the best of my children. Would you think your daughter is, are you proud of her? <laughs> he says, I'm more proud of my daughter than I've been of anything in my life. You saw me fighting her, she did okay. He says, I did. He says, I will admit, it is watching, uh, it was watching her fight, uh, that put this damned idea in my head. It just kept me up all night. He said, I knew she'd been practicing, but I didn't know that she had, uh, that she had learned so much so quickly. He says, he says, I can see it. And he looks to, uh, Baron and says, you got kids, you know the look, you know the spark. He says, when they've got something that they know that they want to do. I he says, I saw it in my other daughter, Helena. He says, I knew she was going to be a gem crafter, uh, uh, when she was not 30 years old. He says, but Aurora, I hadn't seen it until last night. And he says, and I knew. He says, if she doesn't go out with you, she'll go out with another. And that's okay. He says, but I see an opportunity before me, and that's why I come to you. Well, we are the better ones. Whoever else she goes out with. He says, I spent two days. He says, I spent two days with your companion, Muck. And he says, and he says, and I can get a sense of somebody in, uh, and I can get a sense of somebody in half an hour. He says, I'm sure of who you are. Muck says he's, he he actually kind of, uh, kind of goes, puts his weight back on his heels and kind of thinks a little bit harder about the situation and he says, Bobrick, I've told you somewhat of my own separation from clan and dwarf home, but you yourself out here in Silver Moon, a man as talented as yourself, <clears throat> you can find ample labor and, and, uh, and lodging in any dwarf hold you choose. He says, and there you would have many dwarves more formidable than I to train your daughter in the, in the martial arts and truly prepare her to to fight for for uh, for our ken and, and for clan and nation for our for, yeah for for the, the, the dwarven the dwarven people he says what brings you so far onto silvery mood and why not send them back to your kin who are living amongst the people he shrugs and he says family he says he says after I lost the eye uh, he says, my wife requested that, uh, uh, that we leave that life behind us. He said, she feared uh, that I would not be returning home one day. He said, I'd done enough. He said, I'd done more than my share of duty for, the, uh, uh, for my hold. And he says, I love my wife. He says, so I accepted her, uh, I accepted her proposal to move topside. He says, we traveled around a bit, settled here in, in Silvery Moon. Seems a nice enough place. It's, it's been good for my daughters. All right. And it's been good for my wife. Bologna, and it's been good for me. And I imagine the the, the young and Aurora does not want to return back to the the uh, as those young people the the confines of the uh, of, of of the caves and the and the uh, home. She could think of nothing. Uh, she could think of nothing worse. He says, 
I've tried to push her towards soldier and I figured if it's fighting she wants, then she could join the army, follow in my footsteps. He says, it's not for her. She wants to see the world. I don't understand it. <coughs> it's these damn different stories that her you. mother read to her. Different things she says, you. fairy tales of heroes and, and villains traveling the world and fighting evil. Uh, it's all proper good entertainment, but it's just bad for business, I find. Oh boy. He says, hi, hi. He says, gonna be expensive to hire an, uh, uh, a second apprentice. <laughs> well, she wasn't very into it. Child <laughs> labor is great. That's why we have family so many of the times I've thought about it myself. If your, daughter, if your daughter pulls her weight and earns her share and survives... <laughs> You might be making a profit off this investment in the end. He nods and he says, the thought hasn't, uh, uh, he says, he says, the thought has occurred to me. He says, I'm a businessman after all. He says, but I do want it to be clear that if she does not pull her weight, you put her on the next cart back here. Okay. All right. That's Okay. He kind of looks around the oil vein, obviously. Kind of what best friend and don't she like dogs? Looking around the room and you see oil Don't she like puppies? Snoot goes. Oh, he's Pats him on his back. Ah. This guy meets oil veins just like. Like like a villain having a cat. Donnie Barvik, unless there's any other questions about it, we'll let you know in a day. He says, "You know where to find me." He says, "And Barbek, you don't—you uh, don't by any chance have any dwarven sisters? They're looking for an eligible priest of Moradin or something." He says, "Sisters are all back at." Uh, uh, he says, "Back topside. What's the opposite topside? We'll be down below." Cool dwarf turn. Oh, down below. Mm-hmm. He says, "Sisters are all back down below." Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I'm married. I don't know what you're talking about. He raises an eyebrow and looks at Baron, looks at Scrimcorn, says, Okay then. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Walks out the door. She's out there. What are you doing, brother? Just, I think, I think just, that's maybe, isn't it easier to find a dude? You can do two things with a diamond. One of them is bring someone back from the dead, and the other one you just give to someone. It's really much more straightforward. <laughs> and uh, Barbic's going to bat up the way. Uh, Doors shut. Well, uh, I guess it's early breakfast now. Well, never marry someone who when uh, when is Balanos' shop gonna be open? I don't know. Three people sleep at all? I I really don't know. <laughs> Do three people sleep at all, Scrimcorn? They're tree people. Some trees who are knows? nocturnal. Some trees are perennial. Diurnal. And then he goes back to drinking his goat smell. Box like. Baron is not more informed than he was a moment ago. <laughs> Either way. else find these napkins flavorful? Balanos seemed of the excitable variety. Hmm? I'm sure if we get some food and what head out. It, what is it, Balanos? It's a very happy and animated. Looks sort of like a red elf. Could I take her? You could probably get a hit in, but I'm willing to bet she has some tricks up her sleeve. Well, you're willing to bet, eh? I would put money down that she has some tricks up her sleeve. Oh, well, that is small bet. Please don't fight her unless you've politely asked first. Okay. And if she says no, polite. As in, may I fight you? 
or I would like to fight you, are you willing? These are examples. Like she might have like some like a thorn or something. We need her. She's gonna build an airship for us. If she decides oh. that she's not happy with us anymore, then maybe she won't. But if I twist her arm, maybe she will still do it. We might need her arm in good working order in order to build it. Okay. Her arm might have like stinging nettle on it or something. That is good. I would be strong against nettle. Very strong. Poison oak. I'm not poisoned. Or I'm okay. Just don't attack her unless. Okay, okay, I won't. Great. Maybe some tree sap. <laughs> to balanoses, then I suppose. Okay, let's go. I want Should to I bring see. Snoot? I want to see. Sure. Yes, bring snoot. That is good. Baron goes and bangs on Drusen's door. Ooh. <laughs> How early is it? Is We're to Balanosis. I would guess Justin hasn't gone to sleep yet. He's probably just like the whole night studied all the way through. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. Would Drusen take a book from the map house? Uh, yes. Against permission. Well, oh, knowledge does belong to everyone. He would. Does that he mean could get he away would with it? it? If he could. Yeah, that's actually a question. If he can't answer, I am super open to yes, no dice, because I'd say that's a 50 50. Yeah, that's a yes, yeah. no dice. You know, because also what the fuck no, is. Is he chaotic good? Yes. He is. Ooh. Um, yeah, but, but what's. The other important thing is, he could possibly even copy it himself. Give me that yes, no dice. No, no, that one rolled under. It was a green dice. I know, but the yes, no dice is fun. It's so wonderful. It's also fun because it actually says yes and all. Yeah, you got it. But I pulled it out. Or... Yes on die. Did I forget? Yeah, yeah. It's the yes on die. Oh no, I hadn't pulled it out. My mistake. Here we go. Yes. Okay. A life of crime continues. Continues. When Baron knocks on the door and opens it. Ooh. Uh, uh, looks up and he goes, "Well, cousin, is that what it looks like?" He Shuts the book quickly and looks up wide eyed at Baron and. And he looks up at Baron, and Baron sees the uh, the book that he the main book he was looking at at the uh, at the map house, and he says, "We ready to go?" And he Fuck. walks out. Cousin, what is that? <laughs> he says, "I'll be returning it today." Mary, you worry. Linear on the corner. What is it? We've given these people secrets of our trade in agreements, you know, not to spread them. If you start stealing from their library, we have no guarantee that they will consider that, you know, forfeit of the contract. It's not stealing. Proclaiming. Knowledge belongs Borrowing. to everybody, and I'm returning it later. I just want to understand something. Is this a philosophical difference about whether you think this should be done, or do you not understand what it means to steal? <laughs> he says, I just need to make sure this is, you think it ought to be free, or do you not understand that this is theft? Argue. He would say, 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 he says, Cousin, I was just trying to get a couple, uh, uh, a couple extra hours of research. He says, I'll be returning it today. It's he not says, stealing if you return it. He says, I know that I should not have taken it. Bring the book with you. I'll drop you back off there off the balanosis. He right, puts it in his old sack. Satchel. Yeah, satchel. And I already copied it all anyway. That's on out. <laughs> <laughs> Tore out a couple pages, just to be sure. <laughs> Defaced a couple pages, just, yeah. 
Let's head to Balanos. Uh, Mock suits up in just the the normal the, the city clothes that have gotten tailored Ugh. with the warhammer, keeping a low profile. <clears throat> Scream looks like. I mean, or you can just fight and fuck everything, you know. <clears throat> yeah, you could, and you should. So that's what life is for. I can't remember what music I used for. Fight it. Looks like I told you to do both. Everybody else out there. Your order of business. 45 isn't super late. (laughs) He's for a diet. Well too late. Way too late. All right. Heading on over to Balanus's We are like flowers. Short and beautiful. Oh, God. That wasn't it. There's a different sound I said said roll with it. Go with it. I like it. Welcome to my life. Welcome like to vampire my life. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a little. It's a Welcome little. I just play a little harpsichord to get Come my thoughts no to where they belong. The it, antidote will be fine. delivered. In fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm sticking with the music. All right. Yes. Uh, the big tree jutting up way over the uh, over the building tops as you round the corner and you see the workshop once again. Or Scrimcorn and Baron were here before. Wolf. The, a multi-layered workshop built up around this tree. And uh, I do not understand people who live in trees. And there is an understated wood door at the front. We just banged no, no, on it before, no. but. I think we had to end up. Actually, it was open last time we were here. It's closed now. Knock, knock on the door. Uh, it's closed. When, on the first knock, it opens up. I do not trust people who do not lock. Like their a door. person opens it, or it no, just opens. no, like like it. There was no latch. Scrim just walks in. This is not. Don't be deceived by this music. Baron I follow follows. You. <laughs> it's, I a follow you. it's a place of business. Baron follows Scrimgorn and yells out. Balanos, ah, this is Ben and Scrimcorn <laughs> and with others. We talked to you yesterday. I he did says, not just. Oh, I know who you are. And she comes uh, uh, running around the big, huge base of the tree. The middle of this shop is like a huge tree, you know, like. So it's built and around a hollowed the out tree. No, uh, no, no, no. It's built middle, around not, the tree. Absolutely not hollowed out. It so is. So a building built around the tree. Building is built around the tree. Okay. The tree is like the center post. Yeah, like, tree is the big center post. Got you. Okay. And, uh, How big is she? Um, tall wise. Oh yeah. Tree good or question. Like two feet tall. I mean, I don't know the gender of the tree. Tall. <laughs> it's a lady tree. How big is the lady tree? Uh, she's she's on the shorter side. She's like uh, she's okay. like five feet tall. Okay. Short, short for a human. Uh, a little bit taller, taller than the dwarves. Bear. Taller than the dwarves. Probably. Taller than all the dwarves. Uh, yeah, I think. Okay. As a reminder, uh, here she is. She was awesome. Without the bow. Um, yeah, either yes. her clothing made out of uh, uh, autumn-colored leaves, the uh, same color as her skin, head to toe. She and it's she. It's monochromatic. It's always rough okay. to lose somebody. I gotta point out. Justin uh, is super pumped about drives in general. It's, it's, it's got a significant story, I think, for him. Okay. He is? Yes. Like, his first thing that he took out, what got out of adventure was like, like some dryad something or other. It's like from the first dwarf story. Well, so he's he gonna be fanboy. Kevin, can... why did you be sick this week? Yeah, it sucks, but you, you gotta fanboy a little bit, or at least something. Can you, like, ah! pipe into the chat or something? Yeah, some, like, what, what would Justin do? Oh, Anga is a dryad. Anga is a dryad. And, like, he got, yeah, got a yeah. dryad room or whatever. Spirit of one. Uh, They'll have their conversation separately. in his book. He's just not out. He he's, says, he's staying a dryad? Under his breath as uh, 
She comes oh. around the corner and says, Ah, yes, come in, come in, come in, all of you. Mock goes in and gives a low whistle at the scope and, uh... And she gestures and quality of the workshop. As you are like slowing down to like look around, she puts her hand behind Mock and pushes him further in. And then she looks up and says, "Oh!" Says he says, "You're a strong one, aren't you?" And she uh, she comes on over and grabs Bearjaw's uh, bicep. Bearjaw flexes the bicep. <laughs> he says, "Oh yes, darling, you are the ones for sure." Okay. He says, "Come in, come in, come in, come in." May you he please she? make she. fighting okay. me? Did I say he? She. Making fight, yes. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Fight now? He says, later, later, we talk business first. Come on. Bertrand is like alarmed by this. That wasn't a yes. That was that was a later. That wasn't a yes, Later no. could happen any time. And uh, she gestures to a bunch of little chairs that are uh, uh, set up in here. Each of them just carved out of wood. Nice, uh, very nice, like, wood wood construction. I think I could take her, okay. And she says, these are your friends? Maybe. The wood chairs? Aye, yes, the uh, friends of ours, who will be joining us on the journey with the possibility of another young dwarf who uh, may or may not be joining us. He says, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter, okay. She says, she says, you look like you do a lot of fighting. <laughs> yes. When it co- when, when the circumstances merit, and they always and, uh, merit. a little more than that too. She says, "Okay, okay." She says, says, "You can ride in the ship. I give you permission." Okay, thanks. <laughs> what what ship? She says, "Ah, the ship I'm making, darling." Ah. She says, "New experimental design. Very, very fast. Very risky. Very fast." And she says, Risky? She says, I need somebody to test it. She I says, like that. You can be my testers. You got a long journey ahead of you. You're going with uh, Grumbar, right? Well, I was hearing things explode the last time I was here. <laughs> you told us that the Grumbar's airship was a death trap, and this was why we were getting a new one. She said it was a death she trap. She said it was a death she trap. She says, It she is a death trap. Which she one? Says, she says, It's just, you know how hot that fire is that he burns and it heats that balloon? It's, Ugh. It is says, this also a death trap? She says, That's how no, we live. No, 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 no. Life is a death trap. Berja's very aroused, clearly, but... Well, no one will fight me. It's this very is a very important difficult place to be. works for a long time. We're going on a very long travel. Lots of death says, traps. All the better. I really need the testing. She says, <laughs> this will be great. She says, she says <laughs> new type of engine, new type of propulsion. She says, it'll be wonderful. She says it will As be. Has ever piloted one of your prototypes? Yeah, uh, Grumbar. Grumbar. I have. Uh, I have personally <laughs> not. No. Did you make the balloonies fly now? He says, "I thought you were rode in his balloon yourself." Aye, we had. Uh, we did. Uh, did you make you that make? one? He, he says. He says, "My own construction." Yes. He says he has been testing out, uh, testing out my experimental, uh, experimental fuel for the hot air. He says, oh, "Works like a charm." I'm glad to say. Is this new design, has it ever been So, used it was a death drop that you made. She says, oh, yes, darling. <laughs> <laughs> is this new one you're working on the first of its kind? She says, flying is dangerous. She says, you come to me, I figure you know That's that. That's why I keep telling you people. Yes. Well, you do know Grumbar, and he tends to advertise his services under the moniker Safest Way to Travel. He's a liar. He also lives in an armored shell. Just, just to point out that 
He says, I'm not in business, Planet Darling. Anyway, gobble, gobble, gobble. I don't want to hear you talk. I want to hear you say, you'll take it. I'll take it. He says, excellent, excellent. Okay, so first, let's talk about the bandits. What? And she uh, gets up and and uh, she walks over to the tree and just like puts her hand on the tree and flings herself up to the second level and then jumps up to the third level of her workshop. Okay, that's pretty Wait. cool. Do, do we need to go up there? I shall climb the tree and I begin climbing the tree. I just don't want to... Does Mox see anything in this workshop that like looks uh, to be driven from arcane energies, or does it seem like it's all it magic? Just, just uh, mechanical, mechanical mastery? Uh, as yeah, as Mock is looking around, he's seeing definitely a mixture. There are uh, there are like strange sort of mechanical contraptions that are like yeah, just like moving like via some sort of thing, like, like pistons like moving, uh, and then and then there's just like two rings that are just like energy. spinning amongst themselves. Just floating there in the middle of the floor, That's uh, cool. uh, with no nothing seeming to like hold them up. Is it more? Is there arcane? Is there also that like the natural divine? Like, is a dryad? Is there divine nature magic stuff, or is it? Is it really? Is it mainly just arcane and mechanical? A branch of the tree sort of like grows outward and moves towards Scrimcorn and uh, hovers like in front snake. of his face. <laughs> like the scrimcorn doesn't bat it away. I think the tree likes you, scrimcorn. Mm. Rather invasive. <laughs> stay away from my nostrils. <laughs> invasive species, wouldn't you say, scrimcorn? Perhaps you should ask if it forks consumable. into two and then draws back into the tree. Scrims is quite a mix of uh, power sources here. I think it likes you. He says, never leave anything off the table. He says, that's how you make innovation! And that's how people steal your things. Baka looks very says, I've never seen a workshop like this outside of Dwarvendom. It's certainly impressive. No question there. And then Balanos comes, uh, 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 jumps from the second floor and then lands Aww, on the ground. Oh, just like, halfway up! I thought there was something interesting up there. She says, there are many things interesting up there. Feel free to explore, darling. Okay, continue looking up. Don't this. break anything. <laughs> and uh, Everybody does uh, a comment on that one. <laughs> she hands a note to... You never Baron. know. You never know. Baron accepts the note. Uh, it reads, by accepting this note, you have agreed to the following. She says, I commissioned, uh, I, I commissioned a device uh, uh, a couple months ago, and it was being delivered here just, uh, uh, just, just a few days ago. And some highwaymen robbed the caravan. She says, "Stupid of me not to send it by air. Of course, I had to send it, but I was very excited, and now it's gone. And they have it. And now it's gone." She says, "All you have to do is go to their camp and kill them all and take it." And what is it? What? She says, "She says, oh, it's a trap, dear." The thing the highwaymen have is a trap? She says, yes, a trap for the spirit. The spirit you're getting for me. Just the spirit oh, is the key the to the whole thing. The sprite. The spiteful sprite. Says, spiteful sprite. She says, you remember. Spiteful sprite. So this is a box that the sprite goes into. Sprite is all right. It's she sort of like bobbles her head back and forth and says, uh, yeah, more or less. <laughs> It is not a box. Did the bandits know what they says, stole? I don't actually a... know what it looks like. Says, ordered it from a wizard. Says, oh, looking forward to seeing it myself. Wizard. Right, wizards. Okay. So, understanding. Make sure I have this straight. We need to get a sprite. However, the container for the sprite has been stolen by bandits. 
And then we'll leave. We must go kill the bandits in order to get get the container back. He says, <laughs> yes. Okay. It is, Plus, you'll probably good. get some gold if you kill the, you kill the bandits. It is, it is lawful. Do the bandits. bandits Do the bandits know what they stole? He says, oh, I doubt it. So we're not. He says, blockheads like that. They're them. not going to use it to trap us. He says, uh, they can tell it's valuable. Look, it, they call it the thing. He says, the we thing. have your thing. They have your thing. It's a rant reads it. What's it say? It says, no. we have your thing. Bring us a thousand gold uh, to some rendezvous location. location in a time, which is in the past. And it says, uh, uh, oh, otherwise, you'll never see it again. So I hate thieves. Let's, let's go get well, it. I love thieves. I love the the one stone. when you squish them. Killing marauding thieves? I'm not opposed to this in principle. <laughs> I, I am very pro this in principle. Mark says the Balanos, Balanos, we've gotten a bit ahead of ourselves. Using some gestures to try to rein himself in. How quickly, first, let's say we want to travel to Thay. How quickly could this airship arrive there? It's across the world. Oh, she says, oh, I have no idea. That's why I need you to test it. <laughs> uh, let's assume things are working properly, as I'm sure you have engineering schematics and have made calculations. You're not just coming up with this as you go, I'm sure. <laughs> kind of like... Oh, she says, of course, darling. Luck favors the prepared. Uh, she looks... Uh, uh, it's good. She walks over, and there's a big, like... Uh, uh, mass of sort of roots in a strange sort of like container. It almost looks like a bird cage that maybe someone took and sort of smushed and squished and then somehow took all the like the Bits. spines, the whatever, the, bird the tangle, cage, the tangle and then like wound it all in. She says, here it is. Here's the engine. He says, just need to stick a spirit in there. Mm-hmm. All right, so okay. uh, performance being uh, nominal, uh, what would you uh, estimate? Everything going according to uh, your uh, projections. She says, oh, I don't know, darling. She says, going to be faster than that hobo balloon that you've been riding in before. So, faster. And certainly faster than those. And she looks down and says, tiny, tiny legs can travel you. <laughs> Very good. How about horses? How about horses? Uh, well, bear... Grumbar did manage to outpace horses in the end. He, he no, did. I, we but what about those it. last three days, eh? The, the sprint to the gates of Mirabar that we, we always looked at. Right. So I think, I think over a long journey, uh, his method has advantages because of, you know, averages and such. Right? Over a short journey, clearly a horse would be better. Aye. She says, in this design, you won't be riding the, uh, riding the air currents. You'll be making your own. Why do you think we need the Sprite? I assume that seems you... more reliable. She says, I said we need a sprite! I assumed you wanted to I eat I don't know what for. She says, for the engine! I, do I, I don't even know how those would relate. She says, oh, just just bring me the Ignorance sprite and you'll see. Is not go on, go on. You come back tomorrow, bring the sprite, you got it. Alright. Tomorrow? Where are these bandits? Yes. Just in the forest. Cool. Which one? She says, oh, right! And she, uh, uh, oh, she right. snatches the... Uh, <laughs> Snatches the letter from your hand and she uh, she like looks around. She goes over to a cabinet, opens it up. She grabs a container that looks like it's got some sort of uh, uh, like ground up powder or something in it, and she uh, she takes off the lid and just dumps the entire thing onto the ground in front of you all, and it's just like spilled like what looks like 
soot, like uh, orange soot all Very over the steps uh, back. This is all weird. over the ground, and she, uh, uh, she takes a piece of the paper, touches it to her tongue, and then just uh, drops it down onto the soot. And suddenly, the soot vibrates, and trees start forming up out of the soot. And like she actual trees. And she says, "It's right Impressive. there." The Baron looks down at what he's like seeing. I've been around somebody quite so magical. <laughs> like, this is a little bit of a shock and awe thing, I will say. I think this is more. I mean, Scrim's around magical stuff, but this is definitely more of the arcane, like, crazy wizard vibe. Like, the trees we all fall know the down. Trip of an archmage, but not everyone in the world knows wait, the wait, 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 wait. has no clue what's what, happening. What did here? Baron's. Wait. He's trying to put this together. What? Was that like a miniature map of the forest? So the trees shrink down, and then you hey. see like hills rise up Aww. in the sort of shape of the area. And then you see uh, uh, you see a depression in the hill. She says, that's the river where we are. There's Silvery Moon. There's my house. She says, and there's, uh, uh, like she says, there's my tree. And she says, and there's the bandit camp. Sneaker camp right there. Drosting, did you sketch huh. that for him? Just while Justin's, that's there? Justin is wide-eyed. He's already got the sketch pad out and is furiously sketching. And uh, Anga is uh, <laughs> Anga is flying around in this little area. What is Anga right now? A bird. Big owl yeah. thing, I think. What kind of bird? She's a peregrine falcon, I think. I thought, I thought she was my most owl. recent memory. That's my most recent falcon. memory as well. She's a falcon. That or was an owl. Did, no, did that she, was before. Did she get a new form in the swamp? That's what I don't know. She was a peregrine before that. She was a a barred owl. Oh, a barred owl. Oh, yeah, that's right. right. Yeah. right, 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 right. Barn owl. owl. She's a barred owl. So she's a barred owl. Like right she now. sings and plays instruments. Yeah. Barred owl. yeah. So she, she's a she's a barred owl, and uh, uh, she's like, oh, it's cute. Moving from like area to area, just circling around Balanos, and is, uh, uh, and is of course looking at her with her big owl, owl big, big black owl, owl eyes. Who are you? Perhaps we'll go and reclaim our, what, what goods we have. We'll, we'll talk more on the way. Balanos, it's a, it's a little bit... Uh, well, let me just say that the risk that I don't know we're taking doesn't sit comfortably with me. I like risks that we don't know what we're taking. I know, Berja. I'm and just he saying. Says, we, and he says, uh, he says uh, I don't know what compensation you'll be looking for for any sort of... Uh, Ride out uh, to where we're going, but uh, he says, I, 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 it seems to me like we're bearing a fair bit of risk. This words are useless, words are useless. We already decided on the price, it's fair. It's fair. He looks to Baron. Did you decide? Baron looks at her. We did? She says, Yes, I said, you test my engine, you tell me how it goes. He looks to Baron, he says, No money is good, yes? All right, well, <laughs> I suppose we probably done riskier things for less money. He says, Silvery Moon pays for the, uh, uh, pays for the ship. He says, he says, it's yours on lease. He says, for research. For research. All right. Let's go get, let's go get some parts. Free is pretty nice. Free is good. I didn't say free. No money though. No, no No coin. No coin. She says, what use would I have for gold? Okay. Now, well, I mean, can be exchanged for goods don't, and services. Don't start this conversation. <laughs> yeah. You she, could bet the money. She like squints one oh, eye oh, and. Uh, I don't uh, think she's ever met dwarves, cousin. She's never met dwarves. I've never met the right. Maybe she's never met dwarves. 
He says, the way of your people is strange to me. Yes, it is true. They are strange. Uh, well, uh, off to find a, a container. Let's go kill some some thieves. Some bandits that need a... It's the scratch. Uh, Sounds good. Uh, I'll uh, I'll walk uh, Drustin off to the House of Maps and meet you at the inn and we'll set out. And be careful with that spirit, darling. Don't get yourself killed. Um, Spirit? The sprite! The wind spirit is not in the cage yet. He says, yes, I mean, when you go to get it. Right, well, figure. Oh, where would that be? She says, it will try to kill you. She says, at the lake up north. There's, I think she did tell you about that. The lake of tempests. Tempests, maybe not. She did not tell you about that. Uh, she said that it was a lake. A lake. She said the lake, and now I'm giving it a name that she didn't say before. The lake of tempests. We talked about it yesterday. Yeah. Okay. A lake that has sure. storms at it. Storms, te- right. Lake of Tempest, of course. Of course. We should have connected those dots. How could I have been so... Bring it head shaven. Right. Is, is okay, it, Lake, lake of lake Tempest, that's where we get the Sprite. Can we fight after? We'll fight when we get back? Any recommendations for Sprite collection with the device? How do says, you use it? He says, well, hit it and then uh, trap it. Okay, okay, okay. Sounds okay. simple enough. I shall hit Just, it. You uh, don't let it. it kill you. Or if it does kill some of you, don't let it kill all of you. Okay, not all of us. I agree with the general plan. He says, okay. they can be feisty. That's the whole point here. Feisty. Very good. Not a term okay, I know. well, if we go. The feistier, the better. Okay. Have fun killing bandits. And she shuts the door. <laughs> We're Mark all says, suddenly outside the door, having no idea how we got here. The well, fuck that, was that? That was a very unique. He looks at Oily. That, that was a very unique experience. But I can tell you all, at least it's perhaps solved one of our problems. I think I could take her. Of course, Berja. <laughs> what I refer to. She did seem willowy. Rather than willowy. sitting here agonizing about the potential death of a, of a dwarven daughter halfway across the world, this solves our problem easily. We'll take Aurora with us to the to the Lake of Tempest to slay a few bandits. If she's had if her she pull lives. after two days, if she done. If she doesn't lift a finger and help us, she's done. Mm. But if she holds her own, and we get these uh, these bandits killed and the sprite done, and mm-hmm. she's still thirsty for more, mm-hmm. maybe we'll take her across the world. Right. Option three: the rest of us get killed by bandits, and she joins the bandits. Option four. She is a lone survivor. You bought those gems I asked for. Worst happens, I can maybe rectify the situation if I'm quick enough. Worst happens, you're dead. I've got your gems, cousin. And scream, you know, he'll always tackle on that third scenario. There are many scenarios. All right, well, let's, I do not let's see go the purpose of scenarios. Mr. He says, uh, take the rest of the map house. Mm. Berger, come with me. We'll get Aurora. What if, are we uh, the, uh, Oh, right. The, uh, the the brother is Ted. He doesn't brother. say that. He doesn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I, but uh, let me ask the, you, out of character, like when referring to the brothers, what would what would you have the people refer to you as? The half elves. There's got to be a unit at this point. I feel like we the only frequently brothers. refer to. Just the cousins and the brothers is one thing. Yeah, amongst the group. it totally works. I just yeah, I'm, the elves. I guess you could say. Yeah. I, 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 I like the, the brothers. Here, here's the thing, they would never use the term. 
No. Yeah. So what did Muck what come do to call? What do dwarves well, call? Well, I, I'm, I'm so pushing a brand. If I'm said, kind of going back. This will have this is a, this is ground that we would have traveled many times before, and I imagine if Muck had chosen the wrong thing, there would have been some pushback. Yeah. So I'm allowing for that. If there's I nothing, see. well, what would Muck's first go be? What would Muck's first go be? How and would I you would react challenge to it? that I don't think Scrimcorn would ever say, hey, could you not call the me that? Sons of I don't Ted. Like it. The sons of Ted was obvious, because like in Dwarven culture, it's so much about ancestry. I just don't know if that would have fly, or it's going to be Ted's sons. <laughs> Ted's sons. Okay, I mean, so okay. Ted's Muck says Ted's, Ted's sons. What do you say? Time did, 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 did it, did it I feel Greg, like Greg's if right. we heard that, Scrim would look to Oil Vein like, is that something Mark would have said before? Like, like yeah, this long time, a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he's traveling through the mountains. We're flashback. He's like, "Hey, Ted Sons, like, let's go." And you'd be like, "What the yeah. fuck are you doing?" <laughs> okay. Don't ever say his name. Rebuffed so by the use of Ted Sons. What's Mark's second choice? Or are we like, well, what, what should I call your your brothers and Ken? Like, what was your mother's name? That's what he would say. Uh, I wrote that down. So, oh yeah. Uh, Mom. I'm gonna check my notes. Mom. Mommy. <laughs> Mommy's voice? Mommy. It's a mummy. Margaret Balder. Margaret Rolls up. That's my fault. By, by, coincidence, by coincidence, the no. No, Margaret is, is my mother. <laughs> <laughs> so you. Does Mark actually ask well, where his mom's name is? Like, it's like, well, he knows you have different mothers, but he's like, well, what's your mother's name? He's like, Refer to family members as either Ken or what should I call you? Ooh, the half brothers. It covered so much ground. I love it instantly. <laughs> it's true. true. Alright, half brothers. He says, uh, let's right. meet uh, let's meet at the northern entrance here in a few hours. It's one of those things where every time it's said, we have to look at each other and we just have to shrug our shoulders. It's good. All right. All right. It's descriptive. It's good. It's very utilitarian, and I appreciate that. I mean, it's true. Uh, We're not going to think they're talking about someone else. He says, yes. He says, would you, would you mind fe- fetching our gear from the... the from the room and meeting us at the north entrance, if we go to collect the dwarven lass. Oh, the dwarven lass. Oh, that's wondering what you guys were. Uh, like he's gonna go to the map house, we're gonna go to the dwarven lass. You guys can grab our yeah. shit and like meet us at the door, do whatever you need to do. I mean, are we bringing everything? I mean, how much? I mean, what how did we never notice that before? That is <laughs> fucking perfect. What? It's so the good. Half it's so good. so happy about the half. <laughs> no, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm glad mean, that's happening. I'm angry. This is like, I'm angry that we didn't get it My player reaction more. and oil veins reaction is just... Bobby <laughs> 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 says, well, I, uh, I don't want to go trumping through the streets in my, my armor, so to, to sit up outside would be great. Yeah, and just what we need for the day, I would imagine. We don't yeah. need... I, her pack. You never know when you might need. So yeah, I think not. Maybe a higher courier. Yeah, like, uh, courier. Even know, a, a collection of dead rats. So right. yeah. <laughs> so Shrimp said, "Yeah, yeah." And we'll basically just grab people's uh, essentially their equipped gear. Our yeah. essential gear. Yeah, right. gear. We can, and we you can, can roll to see if we forgot anything. And, yeah, actually, if there's something obscure that we need on the road, uh, well, yeah, yes, I, I, I say we do it. Yes, well, we have yes, to yes, grab. So I like it. Yeah. There you go. All right. You're in charge. Flathead. You brought your Phillips, not your flathead. Sorry. <laughs> Always with the Phillips. You got the flathead because you can't fit that in Since Greg's seven, they didn't I mean, want John Belaya. So if you made John Belaya, we're leaving for a few days. It's going to so go bad, so I brought it here. It's fresh John Belaya. What's up, Phillips? Who 
Let's I'm just going to throw it in the microwave. Why I'll does he have a problem? Not too much. I'm going to throw it in the microwave. I'll take yes. some. I'll take a little bit. Yes. But anyone else like some jambalaya? Please. Yes. I'm good. Pass. Jambalaya. You good, Greg? Jambalaya. for me, thank you. No problem. But you're going to have a problem with the microwave. Baron is a hill. Oh, no. So, oh, you're in the Four foot four inches tall. That's so short. Game first. It's hot. It's actually tall for a hill dwarf. It's so short. I didn't hit the camera. That's uh, you there, ro- there's, there's a base height, and then you roll two d four, and that's with an eight. Tall. They were gonna meet you there, but you're like doing the next scene. Like yes, yeah, tall. that's right. We're doing uh, like Aurora. Wars are short and thick. Yeah, we thick could with just, two uh, seeds. Two seeds, nice. <laughs> All right, I guess bring it back around. Uh, <laughs> you're gonna play that out. Thank you, Aurora. Good call. She's not saying goodbye to her dad now. This is well, but, but there's a little bit of like, hey, we're, the first we're putting her on trial. This is not one, a yes. One more step and she's she, never gone this far from the Shire. So. <laughs> it's not a yes to what Barbic wants. This is like almost like its she's own contract, depending on how he sees it. Yeah, um, no, I think in a couple hours, uh, Mock, and who went with Mock? Uh, Bearjaw. Mock uh, uh, and Bearjaw meet up with the rest yep. at the north entrance. Yeah. Uh, we little uh, uh, dwarf lass Intel. Uh, uh, Aurora. You're welcome. Uh, with a uh, buckler shield on, uh, well crafted buckler it's shield so on, on one hand. Uh, she's got a short sword on her hip and a dagger uh, uh, and a dagger sheathed as well uh, in a little like uh, bandolier thing. And she's got uh, and she's got some uh, pretty decent leathers, like leathers that haven't seen a lot of true weather. Like it's daddy's money. It's Fresh. daddy's money. She's clearly so like mock. Mock can read like somebody's like kit, right? Yeah. And he can see that she's moved a lot in this. She's like her sparring mm-hmm. practice, like clearly she's put a lot in it. It just hasn't traveled. It hasn't actually been weathered. So there's like it's been broken in. It's practice gear. But it's uh but yeah, it, it would look like his practice gear would, right? And uh And uh, he was but a child of forty-five. And the Young grin on her face, as the rest of you see her for the first time, is uh ear to ear. And she's like, you can see that she's like holding it together, but like, God. barely. She's got this big grin on her face. Mock introduces her, uh, Aurora Thranadar, uh, uh, Scrim, the half brothers, oh, uh, Scrimcorn uh, of the swamp here in, in Oil Vein. We have Bearjaw, uh, who you know well, and my, my cousins uh, Drosten Green and uh, Baron Baldurk, venerable dwarves of. Uh, of holds Gunther Grimm and Mithril Hall. They take themselves very seriously. She says, "Well met." How do you fight? She What's says, your kit? Sword. What's your style? Sword, shield, dagger when I need it. Very good. Well, uh, <clears throat> keep your wits about you, Aurora, and uh, stay safe. Don't, don't be slow to ask for help, because the idea is survival. And uh, we've got a, a grim task ahead of us. Off we go. We are going to fight. She, uh, yeah, she Thieves? like furrows her brow and gives like a very serious head nod and heads forward. She's not she's talking. Never killed she's not a talking man. much. Oh, you she's spent you spent days with her in her shop. Like, well, you spent a day and then basically another day of her fighting. Yeah, she's in my shop now. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we suit up, right? I mean, like I think once we get outside the walls, unless there's any, then you know, the. Uh, the gleaming armor of Bergen come out as well as head shaver. 
Mog's just like... Ooh, how does Aurora <sighs> react to that? Oh, just, I would imagine your own flaming helmet comes out as well. Oh, fuck yeah, it does. Also, just as a side That's thing... Like, is that because we're, you're waiting out until we get outside the, the city to put on your armor. Right, yes, I, yes. I've had a lot of experience recently putting on my whole rain monkey suit thing. <laughs> Under freeway underpasses, sidewalks, and stuff like that. Oh, I helped him put his armor on, and he helps me put my armor on. On the side of the road, I think is just, I I feel like it's something that Scrim is just happy to just maybe see Mock taken down a peg a little bit. There's no, there's no wall to lean on. There's no, you're, you're putting these straps on, you just, it it, it is, it's, I think it's 10 minutes. And five, if you were helped. <laughs> no, no, that, it's Baron needs help getting his own. Right, right. He's got his big heavy. Yeah. And, and they, they, they've done it a number of times. I like like any skill you have practice. And this foreign, like they've yeah. gotten pretty good. I wouldn't say they look any sillier than someone right. good at putting their armor does. Right. Which is to say a little bit silly. Yeah. What I mean to say is, no, Baron is like you know, right. all right, how's this for the fit? And but, I mean, it's, ah, no, 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 it's not your your process. It's yeah. that we're not breaking camp and we're not in the hotel room. Yeah. It's we're on the side of a road. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. That's, That's what makes yeah. it like your armor yeah, is just it on does the ground. Like, All right, drop, drop. And yeah. Know. yeah. <laughs> See, Bearcat feels a... good about only wearing the same armor she's forever. Like, like she's always in the same gear. <laughs> she's like, we're out of the city. Finally, it just takes off most of her clothes. Yeah, just takes it off. She shakes. She was about like to like, uh-huh. just like like flex out of it, and we're like, let's Ooh. cost money. And she's like. Fold, fold, fold. She actually rolls it like this into a, into a ball. Into a ball. <laughs> Shoves it into the pack, never to be seen again. Uh, <laughs> Baron has the map sketched by Dresden. Uh, Scream so Gordon. Leaving. Better yeah. job. Mm-hmm. Uh, Point the uh, way. Dr- Mark does I will, I will do go. one thing, what do, which what may be controversial, and he <gasps> says. There's no use in making ill use of the proper tools. Mm-hmm. And he takes Shatterspike and he says, this is a shade better of a sword than that p- chunk of steel Aurora's got in the scabbard. If you she's to give her really that? going to help us, best use the best we have on hand. Does it require attunement? Yes. I thought even if you it don't attune did. something, you can still use some aspect of it, right? Uh, you can That's still wield it, but attunement is also only requires a short rest. Oh dear. Five minutes. I remember right. Okay. I mean, okay, but you um, right, so, say so, you have to fight someone for it, believe, but okay. Yeah. So, so, the mechanics out of the way. Um, make a fight to you for it. No, I, I can see Bearjaw, again, this is not small. I, like, Bearjaw says, he says, well, she's already fought you. Has she earned it or not? You're cool. Okay. 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 Ma calls over. And he says, he hands her the sword, and he says, "But only because it was pretty good." When this she is a went magical blade, knees. and probably worth more than anything you've ever held in your life. Probably worth more than you. Right. I want to get the armor on. You sure how that works? For. Yeah. And, he, and so basically gives her. <laughs> well, let, let Bearjaw give her some brief instruction. Bearjaw is instruction via demonstration. It basically, he just goes over to like the the closest large object she can find. You, but you hand it directly to be the, that rock tree. She just reaches out, signpost, whatever. It's a long sword. I see you using a short sword. Are you able to handle such a beast? Uh, that's right. It is a it is a long sword. She says, 
I'm a bit more practiced with a short sword, but I've... So uh, it's not for you, then? She says, she says, but I've been practicing with a lot of different kinds of weapons. Mm-hmm. She says, she says, it's your sword. She says, I have to know says, how much you want it. You don't sound confident. Well, Mark says, oi, give her a bit of space. This is for our own good, too. Okay, Remember. Okay, okay, but... He said, you know she has a thirst for battle. Okay, 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 fine, fine, fine. And with that, she like Hit gets her wits about her for a second. And she Hit says, a thing I do, I do. Okay, she, she, she hands says, it to I her just, and she says, she says I've just, just never touched a magical sword before. Oh my god. He says, well, it'll take some getting used All to. All swords are magical because they take life. Okay. Baron is just gonna let so Baron Jaw like raises one eyebrow and says, I really like you, Bear Jaw. <laughs> <laughs> and she takes the sword with confidence after that. Okay. Aurora. Okay. That's just point. If you haven't killed you. someone before, are you gonna freak out when we do? I mean, we will not know until she does. Yeah. These bandits will likely not surrender. She spits on the ground and she says, uh, "She says those that make their living uh, uh, stealing for other, from others deserve uh, nothing less and much worse." It's a question of dealing, though. Can you can you deal justice? She says, "I'll plunge the blade in through their heart myself." Okay, she says, we, "I'll have no problem with that." We, we will see. <laughs> we will see. Well, Vance, you're kind of intense. <laughs> yeah. Berta enjoys the intensity, though. Like, this is really good. And uh, like, so while they're finishing... Finally, someone who's got that Scrim makes, like, a face at all, babe, because... Scrim and Oil are definitely the furthest from the law. And yet, <laughs> they the are crew. still kind of sensitive about this No, concept. I think they are the most sympathetic to thieves. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wait yes. a minute now. The, the furthest from the law and the most sympathetic to thieves. Like, like, when she's like, I pleasure their heart, it screams like... <laughs> okay. <laughs> I definitely stole one thing. Well, what would you do to someone that buries a baby in the snow? Hypothetically, if someone buried a baby in the snow, how would you react to that? Like heart blinds or just wavelength? A nick. Like, would you nick them or stick them? All right. So while Moss and Baron are finishing, now we can donning their armor. That's right. Not doffing. Not doffing. Or quaffing. Are those really the real words? It's d- on and d- off. You can so you can't really forget it. Really weird. It's pretty weird. It's really weird that it lines up. I'm going to put it on, and I now I'm going to take it off. I've heard of doffing a-, a hat. I've never heard of doffing your armor. It's yeah. doffing a hat. It's specifically yeah, but, in but the it's okay, thing. okay, but in that vein, whenever you put a hat on, you need to say you're donning your hat. Correct. Donning your I mean, you can don anything you put on, but I haven't heard of doffing anything. So I'm going to use hat. that from now on. I'm going to don my jacket whenever I go yeah, outside. Yeah, that's, that's accurate. No, I'm pretty that sure they use okay. doff in the in the description of the armor that you yeah. can, like, doffing around. That's right. Huh. Doff. Yeah. Oh. Like, doffing it's in, it's around sounds like it's a not as common as don, but it is for sure in the... All right, let's keep going. So Bearjaw starts giving a little instruction to Aurora. Basically, she's just like, destroy that. And just points it or something random object. Uh, the first time she strikes it against a, uh, let's say like a small boulder, and the boulder explodes into the thing. The guards 
at the city. Say, oh, hey, it's cool. We, we, we've gotten a you bit out of sight of the guard. Oh, you, I thought, in my mind, it was like the side of the no, road. We kept, we kept like saying it was like 15 once, feet out. Once we got I outside. very clearly said when we have some seclusion. The oh, okay. idea was, I didn't hear that. Which was, which was like, no one Fine. sees that Bob has his armor or right. owns his weapon. Okay, my mistake. Yeah. Get, so you're not I mean, maybe they heard like something. That's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Moving forward. She uh, she picks it up quick. It's just like when you were sparring with her last night. Like yeah, her uh, for her first like holding it, she's clearly like getting used to the balance of the sword. Does she remember she anything has, like, a, I told a single, her before? A single clumsy swing, but then yeah, just from, no. Bearjaw sees immediately the way she's holding her weight, the like footwork she's using when she goes and like strikes a tree here, strikes a, strikes a rock there. She's like uh, she's remembering, and you can see that she's like already built it in. This looks like someone that okay. maybe after you okay. sparred with her for hours went back to her room and then. Practice those without footwork the rest of the night. Her, that, dad, her dad was the only one who had that. That's heartening. <laughs> yeah. That's deeply heartening. That's good. That's good. If she if she didn't seem that way, um, bear dog, bear dog would feel very. Now that we've got the proper equipment, let's let's make tracks. Are, are you and you're are you using the snake kit? You got uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh, snake cloak, uh, snake stick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For this, oh yeah, the rat, uh, the rat cat cloak will uh, stay home. You just get the double snake, double snake time. Like Might that. get some street cred out here. But, but describe what that looks like. I would love. Um, yeah, double, yeah double uh, this is um, uh, six snakes. so the cloak. Oh, six. Uh, the cloak is just um, it's like largely just reptile scale, kind of going like this and this like this grain nice straight, oh straight you, down. Any chance to um, Dan has been waiting. It. So I got these for this campaign. I've been waiting for this year. Um, so it's it scales like just it's actually just scales all like down. all down the back, all going in one grain. So it's not patchwork kind of thing. It's much more high class, obviously, than the rat cat cloak. Um, it and looks, then it looks weird. And then basically, <laughs> as it kind of comes down towards the bottom, it's not. It doesn't have the designs of snakes, and it doesn't. It's still all flat on the bottom. It's that the 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 grain of the scales basically is like twisting around, and you can see there are basically six. It looks like just a tangle. Uh, like basically, the scales go from even to all of a sudden all tangled around. Like a cut and knot kind of thing. Like yeah, yeah. And so they're underwoven, so you don't see heads or anything like that. But you can see that there are distinct like currents of scales yeah. going one way or the other. Sounds subtle. Um, and then uh, and then the color so, is it? And then the uh, oh um, for some, I was thinking of just kind of a like uh, burgundy brown. I, no, just like a uh, kind of actually a, a yellow and green. I don't know what. What kind of? I mean, it's it like yeah. you move it kind of. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be shiny. It's gonna have like a pearl finish of, on a car, yeah, right? It's, it's gonna Ooh. have the um, yeah, a little bit of that kind of pearlescent thing. But um, but yeah, it's definitely it's shiny. It's got a sheen to I'm it. I'm imagining like the underside of a snake as opposed to the top side of a snake. Yeah, yeah, um, um, mm. yeah. Not design. Not actually a lot of designs. Kind of more some kind of muddled colors uh, like that. And then um, the are these poisonous snakes? Um, so they're not. Uh, it doesn't have designs. Like, it's, it's all just kind of uh, flat, flat. Yeah, flat. Yeah, so it's okay. not. Um, you can't right. discern there's a specific no, snake. Just it's, images it's just of snake, markings. but not yeah. enough to get a specific it's, it's snake. Just, it's just the current, basically, of the scales that gives you the impression that there's individual snakes. It's not like isn't what they got. Um, and then the Yuan-Ti, um, they're like super old. They're like architecture. So it's kind of like is it kind of like Aztec-y? It's like yeah. ruins, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I was actually thinking a surprisingly lightweight. Um, stone staff, like mm. it's like it looks like the stones 
of uh, maybe some like moss on it, kind of stuff like that, or even maybe it's just carved and it looks like moss, kind of thing. Just really crusty. Looks, looks like a crusty old staff. Looks like it's made of stone, but it does not have the that. It is not. It's like, not like carrying stone. Ancient, it's going to be thin. Ancient traditional, very weapons, strong, wooden with a lot of obsidian. In yeah. Um, okay, so so uh, well, no, see, I like that, one, but I but, but I, no, I, I, I like, like stone, maybe with some obsidian. Yeah. Like, okay. So accents. and then and then some accents. Oh, and then there's actually there's definitely the whole thing a, makes Baron uncomfortable because yeah. like the the nature of the stone that like he has an idea of what what stone should feel like. Yeah. But this is super light stone, yeah. but should also mean really really yeah. weak. I mean, but it it's is not weak. It so is the whole a, thing just is like yeah. None of the expectations are right. It is a Huan T staff. Like that's the thing. It's not just like a little dizzy. It's not like it's not like a snake motif, and then Huan T stole it because it had snakes. They clearly this was of their make kind of thing. Yeah. So it's a little bit unnatural, and then it is not. It is explicitly not a Jafar staff snake top. Um, No, it's not a hooded snake. It is what. Um, uh, it, it, uh, it is basically that stone on there, and there's basically little carvings on it that have, like, like, snake kind of mural, like, like, this basically looks like a shrunken down like bit of architecture. Of like ruins, uh, like yeah, architecture. Yeah. I imagine so like a, a stylized Aztec, like, like yeah, 2D snake, like little, yeah. like kind of like flying. I mean, they're flying buttresses and other stuff. I but they're, feel like it's angular too. It's like, yeah, it's like, it's like the cross section is more square than circle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it would be like that. And then essentially, where there are snake designs, it's basically flat. 2D, like you're saying, snakes kind of going along it, so okay. it looks like yeah, it's the it's uh, the serpent. Yeah, it would yeah. be like a, a huge, really narrow stone pillar, shrunk it down, and now it's a and maybe a little tapered, right? Oh um, yeah. man, it's a little bit yeah, tapered at the bottom, kind of thing. And uh, yeah, and he and he uh, runs around with that, and um, excited to freak some kids out with it. So you know, it's just. But the rest, I mean, back to the grubby. Might not throw that in the throw, might not throw that into combat, but. Someone's gonna get a snake in their boots, so. It's good, man. Really good. Alright. It's a short four hours trudging through the forest. It's pretty far off the path. This is a bandit hideout. Um, You take the road uh, a little bit through the forest here on the north end of Silvery Moon, uh, through what you can, and then cut off the road uh, uh, using Drewston's sort of detailed map, and he had. uh, Compared it when he had gone to the uh, um, cartographer's uh, the, the map house to return the book, uh, he had for a for a gold uh, bought a copy of a sort of local map of the forest, which they just have there. It's like it's, for the, sure. it's like the gift shop, <laughs> like brochure. <laughs> We've got all these like fancy stuff, but if you just want like literally the front door of Silvery Moon, like we got these for sale, like a little souvenir. Take it back to your kids, um, and so he bought that. A place yeah. called the Map House can't have a shortage of maps. Got to have maps. I mean, it's mostly like a collection, but it's also got some commodities. Gift shop. And uh, I mean, there's obviously demand. Like, can I buy a map there? People are like, oh, we haven't considered that. <laughs> we, should, we should sell these. <laughs> there was a period of time when, when business was first open, and they were like, I can't find a map. No, this is a library. Like, you don't sell maps? Like, do you want to buy a map? Like, yeah. I guess we could make one. <laughs> I guess we could sell some. Uh, so anyway, you get the map. Uh, it's easy enough to follow it. It's uh, about four hours of travel until you get uh, within a stone's throw of where the uh, of where Balanos's uh, magic showed that the uh, bandit hideout apparently is. Um, and that's when you. It's amazing. Slow down. Keep your wits about you. 
and close yeah. in. Close in on the kill. Baron is perceptive, but not sneaky. So he can are we all? hear stuff, but he's not like gonna scooch up real close and see what he can see. Just do the bandits appear to be at home as we approach. What time of day is it? Uh, you guys headed out in the morning. Uh, you know, it's probably by now. I would say probably. You said four Just hours. Just a little afternoon. Probably, probably around one. You guys get going early. Mock says to also to the group. He says, "Well, also a thousand gold is obviously far too steep, but I'd be definitely willing to negotiate with his bandits if we can't get the drop on them. Maybe a few, a few coins would part them from what they want before, uh, without any bloodshed." Otherwise, of course, we'll just, have to just take looks at you like really disappointed in this plan. Us showing up might change the price. Mm-hmm. Certainly hope so. So you're saying you'd like to negotiate? He says. He says, if we can get the drop on him, that'll only improve the negotiation. But if we can't, maybe an exchange of words will solve this quicker. An exchange of blows. For a lead, Mock. Uh, do as you'd like, I'll back up your play. He, said, he says, I'm just giving you a heads up, but uh, I say we go in prime for action. Aurora, mm. if things come to a tussle, you stay near one of us, right? Don't let, you know, one of them come between you and us. Don't want you getting separated off and surrounded. He says, he says of course. Right. Don't get too You're lead, Mr. Fulhammer. As we get closer, is there an obvious advantageous position to attack from? If we know their if we if we have an idea of their location, like am I just seeing like high ground as we approach, like an obvious an obvious kind of like place where we can yeah, the, gain attack the, the landscape here, you know, at the, at the forest floor, um, uh, doesn't have a lot of hilliness to it. It's a relatively relatively flat area, but there are some there's some variants. You're mainly sort of looking for like where's the actual camp located. And you know bandit camps. You've uh, uh, yeah, they're looking for a seclusion. Yeah. They're looking for seclusion and so Water you're source, of course. You know, a large part of the way a bandit camp stays hidden is that they can use a good obvious place to hide because no one is gonna be in that spot looking for where would be a good obvious place to hide. Now that you know you know, they're in probably a, a hundred yard radius here. You can start looking around and be like, oh, like obviously yeah. it would be behind there. And uh, and that's what gets you to the right place. Like you gotcha. get to the right thing and there it is. There's a thicket. There's uh, a little bit of a, a, a rise of the forest floor. There's a, a particularly large tree that had fallen over. It just provides just the right amount of cover from the right amount of angles that you're like, you want to set up a hidden camp? It's going to be there. So like, it's, it's like far away, but you yeah. can like see it from a distance. And that's definitely going to be it. And uh, as you're looking at this is when Aurora, uh, you hear a sharp whistle as Aurora, uh, you know, Aurora lets out a uh, whistle and she's pointing, uh, pointing at the forest floor. He looks, and he, looks, he looks down or kind of like looks to her. She gestures over and she says, that is a tripwire here. Great. Um, I think, yeah, Mock would be the guy probably meet, uh, he's, he, he comes over and inspects the mechanism. Yeah, you can see it's a uh, it's a crude uh, crude mechanism. It's a vine uh, uh, attempted to be concealed along the, the forest floor, which has uh, uh, plenty of such things. Uh, and but then it sort of winds up around a tree that also has other vines on it. 
leading up to uh, something high up, uh, probably some rocks suspended in, uh, above the, the tree cover there. So a trap, not an alarm. Or maybe yeah. a combination. Yeah. Uh, probably makes a racket if it falls. Yeah. Mock just says... Uh, and does damage says, if they're lucky. He says, here's an opportunity. He says, perhaps we trip the trap and draw him out. Hmm. Mm, get in hiding places. He looks around and he says, uh, I do not know I am. It is difficult for me to hide. <clears throat> um, does it look like we could stage a bit of an ambush here? Trip, trip the trap and, and bring him out? I mean, you could. You don't know how many there are. You don't know how many will come here, etc., etc. So yeah. it's up to you. But I mean, um, yes, you could. You could. Like there's, a, there's no hiding. I guess we're masking. Is there no hiding spaces here? Uh, it's a, Scrim can help. Theic forest. Okay. Scrim, yeah, Scrim can also make hiding spaces. The Mulder, little throwback, okay. old school stuff. He can make yeah, little. Yeah, you know, he took that one back. So then he's then then uh, there's a cantrip. So yeah. Yeah, he out. says, uh, Scrim, yeah. uh, you're a little quieter here. Why don't you see what we're dealing with, and then we'll see if we can stage this ambush. Uh, yeah, Scrim will, uh, looks, uh, looks, nods, and, uh, points to Aurora and says, nice catch. And, uh, then is going to, uh, unless, unless someone's like, I don't like this plan, uh, is gonna proceed a solo with his lucky cricket, um, and, uh, is going to try to proceed, uh, quietly, in the direction that we think the bandits are to see if he can get um, eyes on what they're all about. All right, Their numbers. give it a stealth. Uh, I'm gonna go tinkle real quick. Tinkle corn. I'll keep rolling, I'll keep rolling until I'm happy. Password. And, first off, it's a no. Mm. Um, and a one. And uh, no. three, That's definitely a, a no. I mean, it's not terrible because this is an eight plus four, so it's a 12. Um, so could be worse. So I can, yeah, I can really get out of I can get out of the, the doldrums with uh, my bonus and the cockroach, but twelve is not great. I kind of hope that, that, no. I kind of hope mm. that Scrim gets caught and they're like, "Hey, old man, what are you doing?" And then everyone just like sold, <laughs> like a bunch of soldiers just bust out and just start slaying things because you definitely can play the card like. I'm so old! Please, can you just help me across the street? Please hold my staff. Yeah, come on, an old man. A random person seeing Scrimcorn, what would they guess? I mean, in the woods? We saw the picture. In the woods? Like, he's between he the ages like a 20 and 80. For sure. <laughs> I'm sure he's no older than 80. He can't be younger than 20. Could be really old or a heroin addict. <laughs> or a heroin addict. <laughs> looks like a crazy hermit. Uh, also, do we, do we notice that we saw it called the Yes On Die, but they saw it fit to put the dot on the bottom of the no, so yes. you know it is not on. It is no. Yes On. What did you twelve? <laughs> I rolled terribly, but Well, you rolled great on the cricket. I rolled great on the cricket. But he also rolled a no. Yeah. So take that into consideration. I rolled a no, so they don't notice. So Scrimcorn is uh Stealth and then twelve. Stealth and then Stealth and twelve. Scrimcorn creeps closer and uh and that's when knowing what to look for, you can see just peering around, there's definitely a bunch of structures back uh, uh, back behind this uh, bend here as Scrimcorn quietly, relatively quietly, moves through the forest, gets a little closer look. You can see uh, maybe six structures uh, uh, built out of a combination of uh, wood and thatch and fiber. 
<laughs> Any side of the uh, building question? Thatch huts. How about um, stone? Where's how much stone uh, is involved? What about, what about the goodies? So glad that is everybody but Eric is It's true. That's an Atlas joke there for you, buddy. That's it's all a you video gotta, game we've been you playing. You gotta be in the Atlas group to know that one. Right. There's an opportunity cost everything. I would love to play that game. <laughs> There's other things happening too. But. All, right. All, right. All right. So, all right. What was your question? What was someone's question? I, I was just I was wondering, like, if there's see an people. obvious pile of shit that yeah. we're trying to reclaim. And like, is there like a, is there a, a pile port? of loot? Yeah, yeah exactly. But they're like, no, no, no. This is the, uh, 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 is there a Pan's Labyrinth style pile of children's shoes? No, there ah. is not. Like a Got pile a of Got gold that says stuff for ransom. Any piles of skulls? For ransom. What, what, what's the disposition of this, yeah. uh, this bandit camp? Yeah, is it well organized? Heads on pikes or. or... You're here! Yelling. Oh, in English? Amateurs. I mean. I'll run up and And you can see at a distance of what sounds like merriment and drinking. Oh, they're happy. Awesome. Sweet. Uh, it's your worst. There's some logs. Uh, as you get a little bit closer, there's some logs that a bunch of uh, uh, a bunch of men, a few women are uh, are sitting on. They got drinks. They're drinking. There's uh, there's a there's a, a fire. There's a campfire in the middle that now you can see as you get a little closer. Are there any like? There's no like guard towers. Is like guard towers and and for the, are there guard towers and are there? Does it look like there are people like on watch kind of thing? Um, or is it? There like are, uh, some of the buildings have, uh, flat tops, and you do see, uh, uh, you do see some bandits, presumably these are the bandits, uh, sitting on top of the roofs, sort of looking out. But they are, they, they, they aren't standing, you know, with the, with the discipline and attention of a trained soldier. They're thieves. <laughs> it's true, I mean, they're bandits. Um, uh, they get the jump on people. Um, okay, I'm just still they never still checking. Jumped. And as he looks, he sees uh, you see one of them stands up, and uh, you see him toss something down to the group uh, by the campfire, and they go, ah, ah, and you see him fill uh, fill a cup back up, and a guy walks over and reaches it up to the top of the uh, uh, building. They've there. been drinking. Drunken um, snipers, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Scrim, I'll be drunken masters for the shoot <laughs> for the middle one. And Scrim was almost <laughs> any other character I played. I would just open fire right now and feel great about it. Dad, it's not the witch's card. But Scrim is focused. Uh, he is and Scrim uh, doesn't proceed any further. He doesn't go it. And he very know it, thinking, Sweet under the presumption right now that he has not um, aroused them, uh, aroused any detection, he uh, is going to carefully slink back to the back to the crew and um, and let him know, like, this, uh, there's definitely going to put up a fight, but, uh, but if we want to get the jump on them, either to attack or to start negotiations with the upper hand, we might have that opportunity. They're, uh, they're partying. Should we try to draw them out? Like, I don't know how far this trap away is, or should we just... What, what do you yeah, recommend? How, how, far is the, how far is the trap? Uh, traps like uh, maybe a hundred yards from uh, from their camp. It's a football field. Okay, um, kind of far away from yeah. the forest. Like, Scream says, sounds if, we, not gonna trap if we trigger the trap... It's gonna alert them, and they're gonna have the chance to surround us, to, to come this way and proceed with caution. If we spread out and move up, might be, uh, might be. I think, <laughs> I, I think. Let's do it. I'd rather okay. do that. Let's grab them from a few sides and uh, show a force. 
unexpected. How about we split the party? Mm-hmm. And Show this Aurora. Delicious. See how this Aurora handles a split party scenario. So just Aurora, He's like, all right. He says, Aurora has a party. He did. He says, <laughs> he was pretty clear about. What do you think about some shock and awe versus starting things calm? I can't say any. I can't say too much about the impact of that enormous snake on the morale of our foes. There, Scrim. Or a big blast of flame. Or a giant Goliath. And some flame, and maybe some sour weather. Maybe some thunder. So, uh, yeah, lightning. I am very disheartening. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's uh, let's open big. So uh, maybe split into two groups. Gonna come at a bit of an angle. Yeah. Forty-fives. 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 Uh, all right. This is in numbers. This is just two. So why don't we do? Uh, Mock Baron Dresden, Bearjaw, Willavane, Scrim. Aurora. And Aurora goes with Sticks. Well, no, let's split you two guys up. Split. Uh, yeah, yeah, Bearjaw, and you, you're you're a much better tank than Mock. Oh, I, I mean, see what you're saying. Oh, to meet me with you guys. Yeah, yeah, I can see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Bear, Bearjaw, Oilvane, and Aurora. Mm-hmm. And Dresden. Okay. Bearjaw, Oilvane, Aurora. NPC crew. And Dresden. Yeah. And then Two, yeah. Mock Baron and Scrim. Makes sense. But I think it's good. Um, keeping in mind that I don't know what Dresden for mechanics. I don't know what Dresden is going to be. Swap Oilvane for Baron. Okay. So what among the other stuff? Baron, Baron, Bearjaw, Dresden, and Aurora. Mm-hmm. And then we got Oilvane, Scrim, and Mock. Yeah. Half brothers and Mock, and everyone else. I thought Dresden was library. So no, here? he came. He came with us. I assume he, I assume he came. I assume he would come with you. I assume he came. Okay. He the role of play is whatever it is, but yeah. Yeah, it's basically two NPCs, Bearjaw and Baron. So it's the half brothers and Mock, yeah. and everyone else in the other time. Yeah. Uh, let's get some miniatures on the table to at least show that. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna suggest that we, uh, uh, try running this as a theater of the mind combat. Okay. Um, <laughs> what, what can I bring here? We have our minis. I uh, just like having the minis to represent sort of like where people, uh, uh, uh yeah. who's together. Just to give this a little visual reminder. Yeah. Of gonna, that. I'm gonna get some, uh, just some general people minis for us. Yeah, go ahead. So there's, there's what's, uh, part. humans? Lizard people? Uh, humans. Lizard humans. humans. Oh yeah, you wanted Predominant, to Predominantly humans. A new I mean, you didn't see all of them, but Is yeah. Is that a new bear job? Huh? Oh, no, no, no. That just fits a little better. Uh, this Colvin. was the Once Upon a Time Colvin. Yeah, Colvin. good old Colvin. This does work. The old, um... It's really well for bear job. Yeah, yeah, it does. You had a nice one, but it fell and broke. It did. It did. Don't worry. We were going to replace it. With was that the, the Hero Forge? Yeah, but it was like that plastic. The white plastic? It, it was like no, no. The black plastic? It's black plastic. Really? Uh, but I had spray painted it, primed it white. Uh, I want, I want Scrim to be painted. I, I have a All right, let's, let's, get the, let's get these guys. I was asking you to get them together. Because it's really the durability. Yeah. Where are the players? They uh, say that right in there, you know. Yeah, those are those should be the that's mock and scrim and oil vein and, and bear jaw. We, so need, we need, need a baron. Where's the baron? Where's the baron? Yeah, that's Bubba Baron Baron. And we need to pick a mini for Aurora. Bubba Baron Baron should be out there. Uh we need a mini for Aurora. Aurora. Oh right. Young Elven last. Elvin? Dwarven. 
I think we got her Very out. different. I had a lot of wine. So I was like, <laughs> I was like, was I not quite yelling last? I'm a dwarf, yes. We used Baron last week. So Kevin, he grabbed Aurora's mini, and I don't know where he put it back. I mean, you're going to grab the Aurora Warlord mini? I'm, Aurora? I mean, I'm okay with that. <laughs> It doesn't bother it me. It will at least make it straight with the name. If which no uh, one will be confused. Over here? Yeah. It's it's this this group. I mean, and also Drustin. Yeah, we need Drustin as well. Drustin, I think, keeps I his mini on hand, but we does. should have a... I mean, I, I got, think I got this Aurora is okay. a redhead, right. but we can hold on to that. She's like a troglodyte. A troglodyte? I always love when Drustin brings me on because I can actually use the real dwarf. Maybe a furball. For him. <laughs> An owl bear. And Justin's going with who? The other, yeah. Not with us. That's it. We're That's cool. it. Okay. Cool crew. What's cool your guys' plan? Do it. So Scrim. Pincer maneuver. Is all oh, is happy to open up uh, with snake summoner. A lightning bolt from the sky. How are you guys approaching this camp? Um, so the camp is uh on on almost one entire half of it. It's pretty well like. There's like thickets and a big huge log and stuff. Not that you couldn't go over such things, but there's like sort of obscuring it from view from the direction of the road. So the most likely way that people would come, it obscures it. And the other side is relatively just open to the to the you know to the as open as it is in a pretty thick forest. Is it half like half a circle or half as in like the west side of a square? That would be like a quarter. Okay. I feel like I the larger group of the which circumference. Which I'm bad at. We, yeah. we just basically... It is neither a circle nor a square. Yeah. And I think that the larger group should be from the thicket side where there's more cover. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's fewer of us, even if you're not great at hiding. There's just, there's just a couple of these guys. Um, basically coming in from the more open side. Uh, Serum's happy to take a little bit point, but I think it is the right call to basically let out a, a whistle, and then we all, and then we, you know... And then we all go to say, okay, you know, get in position in, in five minutes, and then uh, someone will let out a big whistle. When that happens, um, Scrim's gonna, uh, from a seemingly clear sky, um, clouds will uh, suddenly uh, coalesce together, I think that's the word. Yeah. Uh, and a, a lightning bolt just strikes down on their campfire. Ooh. And then Ooh. takes the form of. That's all right. Not, uh, I still gotta get Dark, more dark <clears throat> Darkens the area heavily, and these are humans. Having no light will fucking suck for them. Um, and, uh, yeah. Oh, I, just gotta get that I mean, they've got their fire. Okay, so I was wondering the, the scene. We're setting a scene of how yeah. you guys are approaching. So he's getting ahead of that. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. No, I was trying to set the scene. Yeah, We're set the scene. So, up on so you got the larger group creeping up behind uh, uh, the, the thicket. From the and thicket. As, as you get closer, and by the way, the larger group is. Yeah. So we've got Little Aurora, Drewston, Mock. Nope. Nope. No, no. Baron and Bearjaw. Yes. Uh, 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 creeping up that way, and uh, yeah, you can start to hear the uh, uh, the partying, the drinking, the yelling, and housing. And then Scrimcorn. <laughs> Maybe I'll just party. Scrimcorn, Mock, and Oilvane <laughs> from the uh, from the other side, from the north side, essentially circling yeah. around and going from the north side, getting where you can just barely see them as well. Give me um, uh, stealth checks for uh, uh, all those groups and tell me who got the worst. Yep. Okay, so be it. You got heavy armor. All these events. Oh. Well, I always uh, managed my, to get a, I got cricket for you. That's a plus four. Okay, well, I, um, I should roll. Was that, was that, were you intending to roll? I was, that was, I was planning on doing that for ourselves. That is a hot disadvantage roll. 
What? That's an 18, 19. Oh. Well, wow. I always manage to get like a two or a three, so six. I think I beat you there with my two total. Hot. Uh, but hey, don't forget two that I've got, total? I've got actually I got a, plus a two one and a one. What is up with that one? It's just off soon. It's such a sad one. Look, that one is literally drooping off the face. It's sad, Hey, you know you know those uh, those uh, those whatever the the cut gems. What what are the dice? Science the dice. Game, the game science, science dice. dice guy. We're going on tier aid. Yeah. yeah so uh, between the two groups, what are the lowest numbers? Two. I'm at twenty. Hey, you guys do the groups for me. It's those two right there. Those there are, are the, two different groups. Those are the two different groups, and yours is eight. And two. yours is two. Wow. Okay. Second group. Stealth is not our thing. So it's never been our thing. Bear Jaws group. Still With the not. flaming mask. The flaming mask no. doesn't do much <laughs> in the way of stealth. And kicking over trees also not. <laughs> I mean, she's excited. If you tell she's... her to practice killing things on the way to the fight. Yeah, she's just like, destroy. <laughs> just Bear Jaw, what's the, what's the moment oh. that is the two that <laughs> causes she's... the drunken guards well, I mean, her. okay, 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 okay. So, she, so it's not the it's not the mask, really, because they're not even looking in their direction. They're wasting. She's she's just leaning against a tree, and this particular tree isn't particularly well grounded, and she just kind of leans against it. And she's waiting, and she's leaning, and she's leaning, and it starts to lean a little more. It's a rotten tree. It's a rotten tree. Okay, and then. Um, and this continues, this continues on for maybe four trees. So Shockingly. tree dominoes occurs, oh, and then you hear uh, all of you termite problem here shouting Indeed. in the bandit camp. Indeed. This oh. Intruders! Yes, well, you know. And now the party's We're going to intrude them with our swords. Roll initiatives. Yeah, yeah now that's a much better roll. Okay. Fuck you. It's pretty decent. It's pretty decent. Tolerable. A 13, mighty, mighty average. Uh, when I point at you, say your initiative. Yeah, are we doing? I don't know to what extent we're doing theater. Hey, hey, let's stop. We're, stop. we're, we're doing full theater. Oh, All right, uh, but we have a full initiative. We're doing full initiative. Yeah, you do it. So theater of the mind just means we're not doing the, the map. We describe yeah, where no, we are. No, no, okay. that's, yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Is theater of the mind is. Vague. <laughs> Sorry, it's it is a specific thing if you Mark. read uh, seventeen. Fair job. Thirteen. Well then. Eight. Nice. Scrim. Eleven. Nice. <laughs> nice. I got a twelve. We best for last. DM. Uh nine. Any name for those critters? Bandits. <laughs> Bandits. Unspeakable horror. And eleven. Oh. And a mystery. Uh, we'll for something else. Other. Top. Oh boy. Roll off for 11. Oh boy. 11 again. Oh, what's that? Uh, 19. <laughs> 11 A. Oh, so, other is 11 A? Right. Oh. That was. Tristan. Are you there? Sweet. So, first up, I believe, is Ma. Ma, 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 ma. And then. Uh, is the leader? Mayor John. Present and obvious. Slash easily identifiable. Uh, no. It is not immediately obvious who the leader is, or the leader is not present. One of those two things is true. Who is the biggest guy that I can see? Is there a... So, is there uh, a let, me, let me reframe that. Mock will put... 
Who would be ironically the razor, tiny? The enchanted razor edge of head shaver against the throat of. Oh, you got to close the distance. Yeah, okay. I mean, you, this was as you were approaching the place, so you are. So, I didn't set the scene properly. Set the scene. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Set the scene. As this happens, you guys are like slowly closing in. the The rear flank group uh, got in uh, pretty close. Like, how close are you looking at getting before doing your thing? Uh, when did you stop? Stupidly close. Uh, um, the spells are pretty long range. Um, yeah, it probably would have been within sixty feet. So you stopped at 60 feet? You would have stopped at 60 feet. At long range. Okay, so you guys are about 60 feet away. You guys are about the same on the uh, on the north the north flank, which uh, was- I'm with him. Though. He's with him. Yeah. Oh, oh, you were with, okay, you were with- Yeah. That's uh, the two groups, as the minis. Scrim coins, so about 60 feet from the camp. Perfect. Perfect, so, uh... But they are not looking your direction. Yeah, I know, I know. So you guys have uh, the- They heard Bearjaw coming from the other direction. Yeah. I'm the perfect distraction, okay? That's true totally, in so many ways. Totally 60 feet away from the camp, you guys heard Bearjaw yeah, coming. Mock you in a slinky red Mock dress, here, no one's looking Mock, the way. Mock basically takes a quick stock of the distances involved. I cannot move in this. Hears and then sees the, dom- the, the dominoing trees go down. And he knows that like the opportunity to like get in close and like start talking, it's like, it, it will be tough. It's gonna be tough to cultivate that, that situation. And so he opts to, let's thin the herd and then see if they're willing to talk. Um, <laughs> so he, um, he, ra- he he knocks a couple arrows and takes a bead on uh, the snipers on the roof. All right, yeah, they've uh, got cover, yeah. um, just because of the tree cover from here to there. From here to there. Is there anyone with, with clear cover that seems uh, like, a, like, a, like a threat? Is there, anyone, is there anyone who has a, no he has, he has a direct shot on um, that seems like a warrior? What's the number of the people They all facing? look like shitty bandit warriors, okay. and they all have ranged weapons. Okay. There are three of them. There are three of them up on the roof. Three snipers and how many others? Three snipers, and there are six people in the middle of the camp right now. So, total of nine? Uh, so, yes. yeah, is, okay. does he have a clear non-cover shot on any of them? No, no, no. You're 60 okay. feet away through a thick forest. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Yeah, that, so he's, he's taking a beat on the sniper, and then as soon as the... Uh, as soon as the lightning comes down, because Mach knows that's about to happen, um, boom, boom, he's gonna lose. So that's uh, prepping. What is, what is he's ready for that? Yeah, he's he's ready, ready for the lightning, and yeah, bear job. Sixty feet away. Bearjaw's gonna like burst in there as fast as possible. Um, gonna run in until she's uh, twenty feet away. Okay, that's From your maximum. Nearest. That's yeah, oh, you can go forty. We're gonna throw a roar in the initiative. Uh, we'll uh, no, she'll go at the end. Okay. Um, so she runs in until um, she's twenty feet away from the nearest bad guy, whoever that person is. She's gonna throw her hammer. She throwing one of the snipers or face. one of the uh, guys that were on the campfire that are are, just beginning to stand if up. If they're equally Trust close, two for flavor. They're all yeah. She'll throw. She'll throw at the unprepared, the one who's just beginning to stand up. Okay. Go for it. Mm. Ooh, that's not good. Um, that is a 14. 14 will hit. Oh, okay. Um, and then roll damage, I suppose. It's it's a 1d10 for ranged. Is that what that means? What? No, you gotta read it. Well... I know when you throw so it, you no, get a damage 1d10 bonus. is when you're wielding it two-handed. So it's 1d8 plus okay, 7, okay, and you get that's, an extra, that's throw, what extra thrown bonus. Extra throw. Okay, cool. Okay, good. So that's a six plus seven, that's a 13. And then the throwing bonus is a plus three on top of that. Nope, it's plus one D eight, see? Oh, 
No, that, that's just it's a plus three weapon. Oh, plus an additional you, one. You get a, yeah, you get okay, one. Okay, so that's extra a thirteen. Did you swoosh somebody? I think I did. Yeah. So always just roll two d eight. Plus a two, so that's fifteen damage. Fifteen damage. That just uh, uh, that just drops one of the bandits as he's like standing up, like about to look behind. He gets clocked in the head with the hammer and falls into the fire, and it flares up. Oh, that feels up. good. Oh, that feels good. And now there is there was already some shouting, and now and there is ja, loud shouting. Bearjaw is like twenty feet away from all of them now. Yeah, uh, feels good. Baron, does he have how, how tightly grouped are the? Nine people in the center. The, the three snipers, uh-huh. and, and now five people all around the campfire in the middle. Okay. Um, like all sitting like together drinking. It and... is a forest. Get him. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, and, and to also set the scene, remember it is, uh, it is snow on the ground. Snow on the ground. Uh, uh, you know, it's a white, white snowy forest right now. Gotcha. Okay. These are bad guys, right? <laughs> Feels like These bad are guys. bandits. These are bandits. What are you, these what are you bandits? asking? Just what are you asking me? Baron, just, just, just like, like. Hey, this. these are criminals. These are lawbreakers. You tell me what Baron thinks. That's a subjective uh, question. I it's a very subjective hey, question. Hey, I, I, I hold my remarks. Greg is, in fact, 100% right. Baron has the, already killed one. He's about to come out of these terrace. But these are bad guys, right? We're, so. Here's what you got. You got told by somebody that you just met that these are bandits. Okay? Those are the facts. And what I can see the camp seems to support that? You see a bunch of people drinking around a campfire. And structures that are semi-permanent. A fraternity! I think of, think of Baron and think of his long, long life and the kind of assumptions he might make and the kind of care he might take in these situations. Weigh those two. Also wishing you had the time for inside checks on Balanos. Yeah. Long gone. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, it's going to be a fireball. Don't go south, dummy bear. So. So. All right. Uh, the Gordon is about, just right? Hey, guys, guys. It's a, it's a 20-foot sphere. Is that? Oh, excuse me. 20-foot radius. Okay. So a 40-foot diameter circle. Yeah, you could get the guys and one of the snipers if you want to blast one of the buildings. Sure, why not? It's okay. gonna start on fire, but you know, that'll be fine. It'll be horrific shock and awe for poor Aurora. As one thing to, get to, to make your conscience. Uh, Come on, to, yeah, don't muddy the waters. We are here for an item that could be in a house that would be susceptible to this type of shock and awe. Ignores the buildings. Uh, are you sure? Yeah, because that takes worried about the item. Okay. It is a magic item, which can't be destroyed with fire. I mean, no oh, magic item. Oh, oh wait, hey, that, that, that's a good DM. Ju- just, just, yeah. just reminding you of the mechanics and what your characters know of the world. You would still have to sift through a burning hot. You know, it takes a long time to. Hey, sounds like sounds like some good dwarven toil to me. Toil is fun. <laughs> he doesn't ignore the building. <laughs> so uh, he does what? Not ignore the building. So tell me what Baron does. I've lost track. Moradin! With a divine spark from your ever-burning forge, burn my enemies! As a tiny bead of flame uh, bursts from his outstretched fingers as his shield glows with divine radiance, which 
flies forward into the midst of the reveling, reveling Flash, bandits, yeah, which then explodes damn. in a sudden and uh, explosive, spectacular, spectacular burst of uh, burst of yeah. flame. So it's going to be a Dex 15 saving throw for. Eight, eight, six. Okay. Right. Oh man, that's Pile of D6s. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. What's the DC? Fifteen. If they have cover, oh, roll I the believe that does give them benefit. Roll the damage first. <laughs> they just crushed the fire lord. Fire lord. Oh, that's a lot of high rolls. It's eights. There are just some twos in there. Yeah. Okay, so we got four, 10, 15, 20, 30. Ooh, so nice it's going to be 30 for full damage, 15 cool. for half if they save. All right, the saving throws don't matter. It kills all of them. Everybody's <laughs> dead! I will say, like, Mox sitting there ready, like, like, dexterous muscles quivering, all of a sudden just sees the world erupt in flame. And, and the thought crosses his mind, like, why tactics? As he sees, like, the WMD of low-level encounters just unleashed once more. Baron sees, as he has unleashed this, he sees Aurora, who is headed off in a dead sprint after uh, following Bearjaw. Trying to keep up, but Bearjaw's way faster. So fast. Uh, she's she's moved about you know like two thirds of the distance there, and she like stops and like takes a step back, and you hear her yell so out, "Hellfire! Hellfire!" <laughs> and uh, but she only skips a beat and then continues charging forward. But as the uh, as the 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 thatch building on the side is just burst into flames and you hear a scream of the uh, the bandit sniper like up above helm? who falls off of the roof on fire and yeah. starting to roll on the it ground. It ignites flammable objects in the area that aren't being worn or carried. The other uh, <laughs> the other bandits that were all sitting around the fire now uh, uh, all thrown Ooh. in various directions, their bodies burning and the, uh, the ice completely cleared and there was already like a cleared area a around the camp fire and now it is just it just blew outwards and even the snow even outside the blast radius the snow that was on like the roofs and the general area has just has has melted and uh, a cleared area and steam is rising up from the uh, from the forest floor and the structures there are several other structures here including one larger one than all of the others is that one on fire? No. no. One of the small ones was what the sniper was standing on top of. Now it's oh. other, which I believe is the orphanage or the nuns. <laughs> <laughs> Skip the other for now. Uh, Scrimcorn. Lightning! This we is the second <laughs> atomic bomb. Wait, hit. who's left? Is there anybody? Uh, there's two snipers. Yeah, are there any? Uh, right. so two snipers are what you see right now. One Wait, of them. There are also many buildings like... with closed doors. One of them... Oh, should I just hit a closed building with a lightning bolt? Yeah. I'm doing that. <laughs> We're here to shock it off. The outside guys have already been off. That's where the bandits' wives and children live. <laughs> Indoor guys. That's where the yes. victims live, where they're um, being held for ransom. The kidnapped for ransom. If we were uh, watching the movie Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, we would be thinking differently about the transpiration of these events. <laughs> um, I'm going to hit one of the uh, closed houses with a lightning bolt. Which one? There are small ones one. and there's one big one. Small one. Okay. I'm hitting those small ones. 
Uh, is it a small one that a sniper's standing on? Um, uh, yeah, we can do that. We can do that. If there's a small one with a sniper on it, I guess so. Okay. Fine, Mom. So because there's tactics. Fine, there's only. Mom. Well, there were. Yeah, no bad words. Unsure footing. It's okay, it's you got enough. this. Get some wine. You already poured wine. You already poured wine. Let let down. Uh, so um, so uh, he lets down. Uh, the uh, clouds coalesce. Bolt comes down onto the onto the house. Um, presumably hitting the uh, the sniper guy. Do you want a roll for that? I mean, yeah. Uh, the with the mechanics. I literally don't know what theater of the mind means. So I am. That's why I'm double checking. Okay. Uh, to be no clear, grid. Since, since people don't know, it is just no mind. grid. That is all it is. Yep. Everything oh. else is the same. Yeah, we're rolling dice. Initiative, damage, yeah, yeah, to hit, yeah, yeah, everything. Yeah. Well, okay, okay. Yeah. I, the, and and so range, range. Theater of, the mind, theater of the mind just means you abstract out the grid uh, to just yeah. descriptions. You got yeah. it, you got it. Okay. That's, that's the only change. Um, that, so yeah, that, 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 um, that makes a lot of sense. Um, okay, then it is a dex 14 save for half damage. And I believe it is just. He does not save. 3d10. So it is, I'm just gonna roll this. It is 2 plus 10 is 12. Ooh. Plus 7 is 17. And yeah, that. Uh, plus 7 is 19. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. As the bolt strikes down right onto his head, there and gone in a flash, like lightning fast. And uh, reduced and, to ash. And he just or yeah. He's a superhero now. The top of his head is just ash as he falls oh, no, over and slumps Classic. over the side yes. of Cartoon, the house. Cartoon effects. Mobs. <laughs> Mobs. Uh, uh, and um and the the and the, the small thatch house does uh does it it strikes it it, it does um it's area of effect. Okay, that that you did not say. I did not realize that. I assumed it was single target. What are um, the mechanics of what you're doing? Second, ball lightning. Each creature within five feet of that point. So I target basically the square he's on. So a five foot radius. Hit him, and it's a circle. Yeah. Oh, um, so when you do points in this, it's always uh, it's on the corner of a square. So, yeah, he hits a corner. So basically, he hits the four squares there. But it's um, a, it's a five foot radius. Five foot radius. Five feet within a point. Yeah. Theater of the mind, you actually have to do less translation. You just do. So it, it doesn't yeah. ignite stuff, but I am. Um, but it's a lightning bolt hitting a fast structure. Yeah. 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 That's. Um, yeah, it's uh, so it strikes down hard, and yeah, he uh, his knees buckle as he like falls down, and the the ceiling is depressed down. Hard to tell what else is happening there. Um, excellent. Uh, Scrim lets out a lets out a smile. Um, and uh, that was his um action. As his bonus action, he uh transforms into a terrifying giant constrictor snake with a lot of gurgling and coughing as he does that Crawled and then he uses his, his move action um, no. uh, the this, uh, the cloak really just works well for this whole transformation uh, and then moves 30 feet forward so, so he's halfway that, that constrictor snake you turn into is it's much larger than you it's much larger yes way larger is, Maybe as large as okay. So you had a readied uh, Mock had a readied attack for the lightning dropping. That's right. So definitely at least one arrow into the remaining sniper. Yeah, Maybe a... maybe two. <laughs> yeah. Let's see it. Okay. Well, that first one was an 18, 18 AC. And yeah, not a not, not a massive attack. So he's gonna get himself. Uh he's gonna get himself a Let's see. 
Yeah, yeah, he'll get himself eight damage. Eight damage? All right. It strikes him, hits him right through the gut as he feels the hit, and he looks back towards uh, Mach, seeing mm. a giant constrictor snake. He's like, Is it spinning arrows at me? Well, I don't know. Arrow snake! He's not down, though. Arrow He's snake. not down. He gets another one. That, oh. didn't, that didn't work. Uh, only a three. Plus. A three? Oh, sorry, sorry. That's yeah. impossible. Oh, fine. Eight. Eight, yeah, eight will not hit. Fine. Fine. Um, he yeah. looks back and he, despite the arrow on his side, he drops to a knee and uh, the arrow goes right over where his head was. Uh, Maybe in benefit of the arrow on his side. It's really easy to drop to that knee. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and that's it. Mop is uh, two, two arrows. Benzo. He, uh... The one remaining bandit on the roof is yelling out, Under attack! And, There's uh... There's no one to hear you. He, uh, uh... And that is when you see the doors of all the buildings fly open as bandits flow out of each of the buildings. Uh, you see maybe two dozen bandits, uh, uh, two dozen bandits coming out with swords drawn, and each of them, like, they, they get, like, stuck at the door as they, they come out and see everything's on fire, and, uh, uh stop, and then, like, look around, they can see Bearjaw is the, the most immediate thing they can see, and some Hello. see the constrictor snake in the other direction, Hello. and they say, I'll fuck uh, you up now. They say, and let's see if they're inside the now building. Is time. <laughs> so uh, a dozen of them move towards uh, a dozen of them move towards Bearjaw clumsily and not like coordinated. Yes. While uh, uh, while another six have uh, uh, short bows and they just stand in the uh, they stand in a couple of doorways uh, firing at Bearjaw. She's the closest. Cool. What's your armor class? Sixteen. So their um, short bows have a plus three to hit. Ooh. So if there are six of them, you're 16? 16. So they would need a 13 to hit. So for every three attackers, they hit. So uh, that's two of them. And so that is 1d8 on two of them. Prepare my damage. They do uh, seven, nine damage total. Nine damage As, uh, total. Two of the- uh, Are you raging uh, or no? No, yeah. Two of the uh, bow shots hit their jaw, and and the others all set. miss. And a, another set of uh, uh, another set of six. The doors that did not open was a door to the large building. As uh, the six others go over there, and they say, "Release it." And they run over, and you see them uh, grab ropes that are on either side of uh, the big doors to the big building, and they're grabbing it and starting to pull. What the fuck? Oil pain. Uh, do it, oil pain. Finish them off. Finish them off. Kill them all. Them off. Easy. Hey, uh, do that one thing. Do that yeah, thing. Do you that do. thing you do. I'm about to do so that well. one thing that I yeah. do. Doing that. He sees uh, the guys running over to uh, the bandits running over to that big building. Mm. Yeah. Not sure what's happening. Apparently. Are they all still, they're at the front of the building? They're at the front of the building, yeah. Are they still within like They're within 10 feet of each other. Okay, within 10 feet of each other. They have cover for any ranged attacks that you guys are fighting from the forest, by the way, it needs to be a disadvantage. Forgot on yours. Okay. Uh, Or did you have Yeah, that's fine. Takes out his chip of mica. 
puts his uh, his oil hand, his shadow blood hand, stretches it out, jams his mica into his arm again. Nice. And uh, you hear, they hear a high-pitched, like a little tiny black orb start appearing that starts vibrating, and like a, a high-pitched noise starts uh, getting louder and louder right at the center of where they're, they're all. And uh, he attacks with a shatter, constitution 15, they have to beat. Ooh, nice. Should I roll damage first or should I? I'll roll damage first. Is it half damage on a miss? Half damage on a miss. I roll it, so there's a chance. Thunder. Let's see, I'm gonna re-roll two of these. You're gonna re-roll two? Oh, the sound effect! Can't you hear? Oh yeah, yeah, it's been going. Uh, He's finally got it back in action. I love, I love it. it. Micah looks so weird. Okay. Is this that green one? Yeah. So, uh, Micah the green uh, six, one? Seven, 18. 18 damage total, and I will be rolling their things. So here are two. This constitution. constitution. And they need a what? Uh, 15. That's an 18. Okay, that's one. two passes. That's uh, mm-hmm. two failures. And the last two is one pass. Oh, so. Exactly. Yeah, three and three. Half of them. Three of them drop dead. Ooh, <laughs> drop dead. Yeah. So the others all take nine damage. Crazy. Uh, yeah. Snoop barks. Here we go. Uh, with the yeah, Aurora, Aurora, Justin. When we began the combat, she was 60 feet away like the rest of us. Yeah, so she's uh, 50 feet on the sprint. She was, uh, yeah, she was running, uh, she was running after Bearjaw and uh, she's still a bit behind Bearjaw. She can't keep up, but she, uh, holding her longsword in one hand, she draws her dagger and throws it at at one of the bandits. She did say she has the dagger. At one of the 12 uh, bandits coming forward uh, towards towards bear jaw it does uh, uh she throws it and it it goes true but one of the bandits uh just got a simple buckler catches it uh, catches it on the buckler and it deflects off sweet uh boom uh, we'll, just, we'll just skip joseph for now i think i think it's the easiest way to yeah go. we've always been doing it. yeah unless there's like something yeah from him he's drawing, he's drawing the bat uh mock's gonna dart forward 25 feet into the fray uh hopefully achieving a clearing and avoiding cover he see he sights these assholes yanking at that that fucking those fucking cords trying to give us you know a bigger problem i don't like that um can he can he double down on oil veins damage and try to kill the remaining guys who are pulling on the cord of the big hut? Are you asking me? I'm asking. Can, are you allowed to target them? Uh, yeah. I mean, does he have line of sight? Line of sight. Yeah, 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 yeah. Perfect. You can you can generally have cover. See, you you guys got in a position such for this ambush, Perfect. and you got to where you wanted yeah, to be. Yeah, so you're good. Yeah, you, I'm, uh, I'm. They do have they do have cover I'm, because I'm you're loving the feet the of the mines. Haven't done it. Haven't haven't. No, no. You, you're, time. They still have cover because you're coming from the trees. Like uh, I'm I use my move first. Oh, to, sorry. To hopefully achieve some of the, to minimize some of that. He doesn't get all the way there. You hadn't moved the first time. You stayed. Full range. I did, yeah. So you're. I was ready to attack. But now he's 25 foot forward of the Out 60, of 60 feet. so there's still the cover. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so yeah, for sure. Um, so cover is a, a disadvantage, you're saying? Yes. Okay. Then. Isn't that what it is? I thought the cover was. No, it's not nice. disadvantage. Oh, it's not. What is it? I believe regular cover is plus two. I think three fourths cover is plus five. 
full covers, you cannot be targeted. Why isn't it all advantage disadvantage? It's more fun. Yeah, this is the one thing it isn't. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I'm, I'm remembering that fun? now. And yes, yes, half cover is plus two bonus to AC. Everything else, but plus three quarters, quarters is plus five. I like fun. everything. <laughs> cover. I like the disadvantage too. Half but cover. But that was another. Are people so, feeling more? What do they need? Mm, Pop that. Good. Got it. Half cover. Okay, so uh, they, just have, they just have a plus two. He sights up on one of the guys holding, uh, looking to, um, looking to unleash whatever's inside the big hut. Uh, natural 19, 24. Woo! Yeah, it drops him. I mean, yeah, it drops him. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah, it's, it's minimum three damage. They got two hit points left after uh, the after the. Oh, nice. Awesome. They're all so three of them had dropped from the shatter, and yeah. the other three are bleeding from their ears and nose, like as they're still like trying to pull it. But they're like they look shitty. And then, Mo- Mox sees them kind of like doing this thing, and he's just like center of mass. Yeah, an arrow just goes in, and poof, their body just has nothing left. Um. Yeah. So did the other two? Th- do they seem? Are they still intent on opening what's in the big shack? Yeah, they are. They're like they're looking around and they're pulling as fast as they can. Yeah, game on. Kill him. I'm, 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 I'm killing it. I'm, I'm attacking the next um, one. I'm going to go with... Uh, I'm going to add a, uh, a D8 to that. For, uh, Ooh, superiority dice. Superiority dice. Four. So we're going to go uh, 16. That'll hit. Um, so, yeah, he, again, if they all got nine, he's dead too. He's dead. He drops the second one. There's one remaining trying to open the doors. Action point. Six. When you attack, you attack twice. Uh, I know. Well, the thing I, I was uh, hoping to get the sniper. Okay. I, no. I, yeah, you're right. I'll try to. No. I'm gonna. No. I'll save it. I'll save it. I will. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. It does oh, yeah. Too. So it's I like, know. do I? S- I know. I won't. Let, let's keep things moving. Just yeah. Just tell us what you're doing. <laughs> okay. The, the second attack. The first attack was a um, a eleven total. Kate does not hit. The second attack is a twenty. And that one will drop the last one trying to open the door as he drops and when he lets go of the rope, you hear a ka And then you hear a roar from coming from inside that building. Just a Eyebrows. And Mach just shouts above the din of the battle. He says, he says, deny them entrance to the large building. All right, and then it is Bearjaw. Enter the large building. Bearjaw, you've got you've got a group of twelve bandits, all about ten feet away from you. They float out of the buildings. They're all coming at you with like short sword and bucklers, and they are, uh, but they couldn't close the gap in time. So Bearjaw sees this wall of them. And this was fate. I'd offer compel if Bearjaw wants to know what's in that large building. I mean, definitely does. And let me finish explaining. Let me finish setting the scene, please. And there are a half dozen, uh, half dozen archers. Uh, spread Wait, out a little bit They were the more. ones who attacked And they, they shot you. They were from behind the front line. That she could really only attack one person at a time. I mean, one and then two, and that's like max she can do. Um, she can rage, though, so she will. You know, having been hit twice with two, like, funky arrows, you know, you can... You Why can, not? Why not? Right? Why not? Exactly. So she... Rages, 
Um, it's it's definitely more like a joyful rage. You know, it's like, oh boy, I'm going to kill you all. It's happening. It's gonna happen. It's happening. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and she's gonna she's gonna go for um, for those archers first. Because uh, throwing the weapon seems to be very effective against them. So yep. whichever one is nearest. One of the archers. <laughs> yes. They're going to have cover because you're attacking the ones that are behind this line of 12 that are right in your face. Mm. So what I was saying. There are 12 right guys. Away? 12 people in right in front of you. They're well, all they, charging. Okay, okay. There's well, a line of 12 people fine. 10 feet in front. All you have to do is punch a hole. So she's just going to pick one of those guys then. Okay. One of the ones that's blocking the view from yes. the archer behind them? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. She's just going to barrel through that. Um, ba, 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 now, if you do it as a thrown weapon, I don't think you get to attack twice. Uh, I don't know why that would be the case, but. How long does it take me? to return to your hand? Uh, yeah. Immediately after the attack. Oh, it says the immediately after here. the attack, okay? Like, if you can do it's, two then? It's better than Thor's hammer. Yeah, it's yeah. Real good. We've all seen the movies. It's better than that. It's, yeah. it's, like, it's like it ricochets off of so them back far. into her hand. I kind of like that it's both. It, it, it seems teleportation, but it's really just very fast. Go for it. Okay, so that's a d, 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 d tip. Okay. Okay, that's a 14. That will uh, hit him. Cool. God, you roll a four and you hit. That's pretty good. Roll the damage. It's, it's the hammer of all souls. Yeah, you know, you can't really. It's a weapon designed to be wielded by a Okay, thank you. Thank you. Put that on me. Alright, five, hey. two. Um, that's a plus of a seven. Uh, the kind of situation. Uh, Fourteen. Fourteen. So that'll, that'll drop him. So Bear throws the hammer at one of the guys right in front of him. And then drops him, giving her a clear view of one of the archers. Then she's gonna hit the goddamn archers. Uh, yeah. Um, that's a twenty. Yep, that'll hit him. And we'll just do the same thing. Oh, uh, easy death. 14 plus 7. Uh, yeah, so... How does it hit the archer? That was literally just three sevens. I'm just saying. Uh, you know... How did... Uh, how does it hit them? Yeah. Like, hard. Like, really hard. And it crushes them. Where? And what does it look like? No, I mean, it, it's... It's always... Uh, I, 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 I have a very important question. I'm sorry to interrupt, yes, but I'm not please, sorry. Please, please, Is this an end over end hammer throw, or is it just a straight hammer throw? Um, the first one is a straight hammer throw. Where it just doesn't spit at all. It just, like, goes hammer end Bing. first. Like, and then it kind of, like, shings back, kind of, like, in that miraculous way. And then it's a... End over end. Like a twirl. Like a twirl. Which you have no idea, like, where that's going to hit you when it's coming at you. And it doesn't hit him in the head in the archer's case. In the archer's case, it, right in the sternum, but it shatters mm. the sternum completely. Um, you put some English on massive, massive organ damage. And he flies back into the, into the little house that he was standing in the doorway of. Just flies back. Double tap. It's, it's, the, it's effectively a double tap. Alright. <laughs> you know, Is like, she moving at all? Mm. Nah. She's gonna wait for them. Okay. Uh, for them. She, she's she is standing there, her her hammer covered in blood. Baron. Uh, ready to go. Moves 25 feet forward. Looks for the largest clumping of individuals in a 20-foot circle. It's the 11 next to me. Uh, that's me. a 40-foot circle. <laughs> a 40-foot circle is <laughs> be almost all the ones right in front of uh, uh, Bear Jaw. You, you can catch eight of them. Get him. Uh, 
what it's going to be. Burn, burn. Throwing another fireball. Yeah. Actually, no, they're not in a straight yeah. line. That would no, be ridiculous. They're, they're a little more clustered. It's all, all of them. All uh, 11 of them are within 40 foot. A diamond. I, I believe uh, a very discerning man named Bike Club said no half measures. <laughs> a second fireball. Why about one where you get two? What about the wind spirit? No one expects the second fire. I feel like we've been kind of pent up in Silvery Moon. We're like, oh, I can just In this posh suite. See, that's good. That's good. We're not. Dragon that we didn't get some. More than we didn't get Grant me another spark from your divinely ever burning forge. I just, I really just need to. As again, another little bead of fire spreads and goes forth. Man, you Wowzers. got the extremes there. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That, that's a so high level. High level. That's a pretty, One, like, two, four, seven, ten, twenty-two, twenty-eight. 4, 7, 10, 22, 28. So 28 for full, 14 yep. for half, 15 decks. It all 11 of them. No, 14 for half. They perish. Burn. They perish in flame. In they have okay, 11 hit points max. So they have 11 hit points total. So yeah, as the as the fireball just blows up right in front of Bear Job, by the way. Yeah! Like the fire's Bear coming Bear Jaws feels the heat of the flame. She's not about going to like, attend you. Yeah. Oh, the good. heat blasts back her hair. Wait, she doesn't have any hair. She does not. Her flame, the hair? Or she balls her whole her helmet. She's oh, got the flames The flames on her helmet get thrown back. Amazing. As, uh, Singed. And as soon as the flash of fire uh, disappears, uh, uh, all 11 of the They're remaining bandits in front and, uh, and one of the archers at 40 feet. Does it hit another building? Because that's also on fire, too, and whatever else. It's yeah, so there's another building and archer. That was also in range of that 40 feet. Uh, so far, I think we're just making the experience way more awesome for Aurora. Fair to like holds her hammer a lot. I'm like, just running. Yeah! Like, Fools are like getting clipped. This is great. This These is the bandits. wrong this is called <laughs> Shock and awe. These are bandits we hired to impress her. That's, <laughs> They're that's all gonna come up later and be like, oh, I don't know what you almost drink in the woods. We gotta kill these guys! You hear Top-notch. You hear more roaring, a deep, mighty roar from uh, inside the giant. We're just gonna let that guy starve. Grimcorn. Are there no bandits standing? Is there no one else? There are four. Uh, uh, There are four uh, archers that had shot at their job. (laughs) They're the only four. Four, four archers. Hunt for the blood. Not the not the because the, the sniper guy got hit, hit he got by the it. by flame. The, the, the other sniper got hit by the the fireball. No, was just one of the other archers. The sniper is one of the four. Okay, okay, gotcha. Oh. Um, he went off they, the roof, and then he went an off the roof to one of them that's still alive. Yep. Gotcha. Um, uh, and then how are, are, they, are they all spread out? Uh, they're relatively clustered. Okay. They're all within about 20 feet of each other. Okay, yeah. Uh, um, I will hit the one that already has an arrow in them from uh, from Mom. All right. Um, I'm sorry. Lightning Let me bolt? clarify. The lightning bolt lets me. It's concentration. I get to keep. Um, I get to. I get to get to. Do you change its location? Collect dividends. Yeah. Can you collect use concentration taxes. while in beast form? Yes. Call lightning is the spell that they use as an example every time in the book. I don't know why. That whenever they talk about concentration, they say. You can't do anything that requires spell stuff, except for stuff like where it just calls for an action, like call lightning. So I uh, got it. Yep. Yeah, so uh, so I won't be attacking because it uses my action. 
but I can move and stay yep. in snake form, and I call down a lightning bolt on the point that is on the guy, so that if it's within, like, 20 feet there... Oh, lightning uses your action? Uh, the, the, the subsequent lightning bolts uses my action. I, it's not a bonus action. Uh, All lightning's awesome if you want to throw, right. like, eight in a row. Roll it. Um, so that is, uh, You're calling DC. it down on an injured guy, or no? Uh, yeah, I'm calling it down on the injured guy that, that Mock hit. Okay. Um, uh, and it is, again, 3 10 DC, uh, Dex 14 is a save. 2. Dex 14. 10. 17. Not, it's a 10, uh, yeah, not all. Hits him right in the groin! That's uh, the point I determined. Hits him right in the groin and the obliterates location. his groin. His my groin dick. turns to ash. His gro- is ungroined. And he falls He's down. Uh, and the snake lets out a massive hiss and moves another 30 feet towards one of the other archers. So he's basically up in the, the middle of their area. We were 60 feet All away up before. in their area. So he's in, in basically in the, the middle of the campfire area. Yeah, he's uh, right in the middle where it is on fire, all over the place, everywhere. It looks Everything like something be from on fire. Fantasy Apocalypse Now. And he just is going... How many people were in that fireball that I threw? So oh, many. Well, plus, plus the archer, so 12. We uh, killed 12 people and, and, in one And, uh... Scram bandits. Next bandits. The four bandits, <laughs> all in different directions, run away. Oh, three remaining, because you just killed one. Three! three uh, they run. They, they bolt to whichever side of the camp is closest. Some, is any one of them within reach of me? Uh, yeah, for my sure. You, sentinel you, you put yourself in range, right? Yeah. You tell me. That was, yeah. yeah, he was trying to basically get up close. He was trying to shock and all. I guess hey, so. Hey, you're fighting the Jafar thing, but I just don't know. Must have assassin in the world. Wait till you can see how snake-like I can be. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a roll of ten okay. right. plus uh, sixteen to hit. That'll hit. I eat. What? Uh, is that an ability? I, um, yeah, uh, yeah so that's, uh, you eat and he's grappled. And he's groin. Okay, but you're not swallowing him. Not yet. Okay. He's nine damage, uh, plus four is 13 damage. Well, I'll kill him. Now he's eating. I eat him. <laughs> What does I it look like? Do you constrict him? Do you bite him? Uh, yeah, this is it. it dashing. Uh, he's he's trying to actually yeah, it's a bite because it's not enough time. He he's trying to move away as soon as he turns the back on the snake. Big mistake. Big and it just he's coiled up and uh, snake corn just like snake. use that opening and snatches him up and then just like yeah. snatches him up and picks him up into the air and, and just gulps him down his throat into the gullet. Mm. So many calories. So many. That's a lot of calories. But considering how many calories it probably costs you to turn into a snake, I That's think it probably fits. Mm. It's a wash. It's a wash. It's a wash. Man-shaped shape. <laughs> is your body. Right through your body. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> and the other one runs. Oh. Wait, Scrim is before. Oh, oh right, right, right. That was a reaction. Yeah. Yeah. The other one is... Dashing. He's running for his life. Wait, Wait there are two. There are two. There are two uh, left. The other two, two are dashing through the snow and oil vein. Are they going in different directions? Different directions. <laughs> it's a good idea. Fireball. And they're Fireball. each about fifty feet away now from the camp. Fifty feet away. 
Because they dashed. Uh, 60 humans? Speed 30? Robin's going to take a pot they, shot. They're fast. 60 yes. feet. Yes. Uh, that's, uh, that's you guys. Yeah, we're dwarves. We're slow. Yeah, it's, it's a little bit of perspective. 600 feet long range. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, he... Uh, not, not big force, though. See a firebolt kind of uh, whipping up in his hand, and then he just lets it go. Let's it go? At one of the guys. Is it an attack or a save? No. It's an attack. All right. So, go for um, it. He's got uh, some cover. Uh, nice. I roll. I got 19. Oh, that's plenty then. Yeah. That should do her. Roll the damage. Yeah. Uh, Uh, that's 12, uh, 12 damage. 12 damage? That will kill him, just barely. Yeah, I don't want to scrape it. Pretty good roll. Thank you. Uh, yeah, so that one of the bandits that was uh, running away just gets struck with the firebolt and falls face first into the snow. That feels the most violent. Steam coming up from the back of his, head, back of his neck. Feels the most violent. I just thought he was not expecting that to hit rather. You know, but he's like, oh, I feel good. <laughs> that's. Oh. Huh. Oh, nice. Yeah. Cool. He's proud of himself. <laughs> hey! He's thrown a he lot of firebolts in this campaign. And it's got, it's about 50 50 sometimes, yeah. I'd say. It's a great it's shot. Pretty good. It's a hell of a shot. Yeah. This guy flees. And uh, Aurora takes oh. off towards the uh, the last. Oh, get him, guy. Aurora! Uh, get notably, him! Breaking off from the group and not staying by somebody's uh, it's side. Cool. Oh my god! It's cool. It's cool. And she's got something uh, to prove. Heads. Uh, she didn't get know, to even draw blood chases, yet. Chases twenty-five feet off uh, in his direction, closing a gap a little bit, and draws her uh, last dagger, throwing it at the uh, at the the last one. Who's rolling Aurora? Aurora? I, I would I would say yes, no, honestly. Ooh, okay, the fifty-fifty. If you guys don't mind, fifty-fifty. I'm, okay I'm, I'm up for that. Mm. Oh. Right in the uh, right in the back, right through the ribs. Oh, in the kidney. And uh, the bandit doesn't drop immediately. He like slows down, falls to now a knee, end him. and drops to a hand. It's your first kill. And is uh, uh kill. Is that what is, yeah, what is Bear Jaw yelling? Kill him. <laughs> so she doesn't stop. She threw it while running. Like mock. Has the arrow knocked already? He's next no, online. No, she's driven him off. Of course, he continues going on. She continues the run to the bandit, and uh, she continues the run to the bandit as he's down on one hand and looks back at her, and she just plunges it in straight into yeah. his uh, into his back. That's and how then you do it. Pulls out the blade as the bandit falls. That's to the how ground. you kill a man. Fuck yeah! Blood all over her face. Why is there blood on your face? I don't know. And, like uh, right thing to do. Bite it. and you see her, you see her after she pulls, uh, as she pulls the blade back out. She doesn't look back at you immediately. She stands in a ready position Ooh. for like two seconds longer watching him and then takes a couple steps uh, backwards from him before turning around and then heading back to you. She was being careful. Because she doesn't know what a dead guy looks like. Is that literally all of them? That is the last one. Except for the big, whatever shaky thing in the uh, big houses. Ooh. If we don't let it out, we'll never find out, guys. I mean, maybe we should go fight. Yeah. Mox still has You there. know. Maybe we should go you fight know. the real bandits instead of this uh, these this family party. of gypsies I let us to. <laughs> this, this family of. 
There was yeah. Corn's like, that's one more box check for the witches. Now on to the bitch. So, so. All right, let me let me keep the scene going here. So you, uh, yeah, with that kill that I assume everyone like stopped for just a moment to watch. Teach you to revelry among maple trees. I mean, it was the last one. Yeah. And so you stopped. You stopped to watch. Uh, uh, like looking over the scene, watching the doorways, like checking, like kicking observing it, the thing. Kicking a few doors down. Uh, Bear Jug goes through. Like there's one door that was still closed. You kick it open. There doesn't seem to be anyone in there. Doesn't seem that any bandits are coming out. But that roaring is continuing, and you're even seeing the walls shake a little bit. Scrim is staying in snake corn mode and is maintaining concentration on a lightning bolt spell, though not. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, there's just like roaring and smashing. Bam, bam, bam! Mock's gonna give a quick eye on the structural integrity of this pen. It is holding quite well, and now that Mock is looking at it more carefully, he's realizing that, yeah, this, unlike the others, which are built as fine structures, uh, uh, you can tell these are the kind of structures that have been like patched over multiple times, improving, it, it's the sort Forest of like dwelling patchwork. Keep uh, the elements out. More but that one, it's got like some metal inlaid into the structure to provide uh, a- extra durability. Thick Again, patchwork, but uh, but built to withstand some serious punishment. Hmm. And Mock kind of like, whatever, as he closes in on the, he kind of just, to anyone who's looking, he kind of gestures, just communicating like, we're okay to like pause here, like like indicating that the, like, there's no urgency there with the... Yeah, and it's still, like, rattling. Yeah. It doesn't make a noise, but the tail on the scrim snake is still... He's he's just staring at the thing, and he's... Yeah, you see the snake is, like, still in combat mode. I mean... You guys have seen ways... There's a certain amount of body language in the animal form, and you guys know that, like... Bear does... You've seen seen scrim stay at the ready. Mog just says, like, hey, scrim, bear job. Bear does all Come and see what beast this is. You guys are oh, the ones yeah, who have much more of a connection to like the the wilds. Like, what what beast is this? We'll find out when we open the door. Aye, except nay. <laughs> he says. Uh, he says. Uh, well, I'm, uh, I'm very sure we will find out if we open the door. Clearly, this is their greatest threat. You hear snorting. You hear snorting and uh, and. Um. Could be anything. Scrim reverts into into scrim corn mode. <laughs> and he says, immediately. <laughs> Cough so full. Cough had a bone, a human um, tooth. <laughs> I agree with Mock. That couldn't have gone better. Let's find that whatever trinket that is. It could be in that room there. Grab any treasure if it's out, and then get out of here. What are you doing with the, with the door, with the big room? I'm loving this right here. Like, oh. I'm, 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 can you not feel <laughs> the like, I'm not talking about Bear John's I'm talking about Dan and Kaylin. We couldn't have done better, Bear John. We could do better, Scrimcorn. We're at 100% efficiency right now. We could do 100 Bear does slowly inching yeah. towards the door. <laughs> How about we let you tear the wings off the wind sprite? Uh, no, that's, that's not the guarantee. What are you talking about? Yeah, you I don't even know if they have wings. You might break it. Neither do I. But if but it does, we'll find something inside the box. What's in the box? I 
think we'll want the windsprite probably intact. I don't know this is quite all, understanding how airship construction this works, is, but yes, I would assume we that. want just... an intact windsprite. I think mm. we're gonna have to fight it. Right, but you know, I mean, fighting entails yeah. bruised and subdued, yeah. but you know, oh, not they just mangled. Yet, Mock continues to close on the in building he's been investigating, and he will be taking active guard duty over that ah! most significant threat. Ah! Now, 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 again. I mean, if Bear Jaw is approaching too, it's fine. But I'm just saying, Mock is actively you know, engaging yeah. the it. only threat that he sees remaining. Baird is yeah, also approaching that direction because that is the obvious threat. Although yeah, I mean, you guys are all standing there, basically right in front of the it's top. Like, the fight's over, not over. It's yeah. not over. It's definitely not over. Ah, the there's, there's clearly an enemy there. Is What's in there? Is it That's really what I want to find out. Okay, no, one, I'm just asking to open the so door. Scrim is inside. Just a little. Okay, now stop. Scrim is going into the buildings. He's immediately looking into these smaller buildings. He Scrim wants to is, find the item. Scrim to is looking around in there. Remove the reason to be here. He's, I, I would not know what Bearjaw's doing. Well, yeah, what's Bearjaw doing? Bearjaw wants to figure out what's inside the. Is there any way from an external point of view to like identify what's Like a peephole. Yeah, you can a raise people? up the door a little bit. Okay, I'll do that. No, okay. no, no. Okay. If you're moving towards I mean, the cores. If you're moving towards the cores of the door. She I was see. asking right. what the building construction looks like. I would, so I would now do I'm that. that. <laughs> now what are Bearjaw doing? Mox says, I'm just going to look. I'm just going to look. I'll lift it a bit. Okay, take a look. Okay, I'll take Hey, don't go in there. I don't go in there. He lifts his up. Like Unless it's really Six cool. inches, not six and a half. <laughs> Mark That's takes right. a measure of the size of Bearjaw's head. Uh, okay. <laughs> Only six. She's not got enough. a big head. Her head's, her head's like that big. So uh, uh, and when he does so, like, slam, slam against the door. Okay, I, take, I take a good it look at whatever's in there. One or two, like, tires. Bearjaw sticking her head all the way to the ground to look in. And uh, just a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Bearjaw sees <laughs> like a cat trying to get into a bottle. Big <laughs> black fur, okay. big huge feet standing on two legs of, uh, <laughs> of something, and then uh, a head that drops down to look and snorts. And he realizes this is a giant ape. What the fuck? Bearjaw gets really excited about this. This is good. It's like she's never fought a giant ape before. A big black furred giant ape. Okay. Is it an animal? Is it black? You asking that? Is it a beast? No, she says it's a big animal. Why? What, what, what animal? Uh, some kind of monkey? You can. Large monkey animal? Didn't I hear something about you talking to animals? Ah, uh, I could talk to it. What should I say to it? If you don't. Tell it you want to fight it, better job. But what? I do. Did you say tell her you want to fight it? He said don't. Oh, tell her. Okay. He said don't very loudly. <laughs> tell her you want to fight it, better job. We're gonna do. die. We're gonna die. No. But but why wouldn't I tell it that? Ask it why it's so angry. It's so that we can what? Make so, it feel better? Uh, no, better job. Okay. If we let the door open, it'll attack us. And yes. it may kill us. No. No, I would definitely defeat it. I have never been defeated. Have a conversation with it. What? Find out what it wants. Okay. You hear yelling from one of the houses, the last big monster we fought turned you into a snake. And I still survived it. What and I turned- hate it 
monkey a banana. He's like, Bearja, let's be sensible. No one wants to be a banana. I could, I would be the most fierce banana. Let's get out of here. With a great deal of, 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 of curmudgeon. Oil thing uh, goes with you too. Right. Perception assistance! Okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. Okay. Bear she's, she's what gonna, is she doing she's next? Gonna, she's gonna cast. She's gonna take 10 minutes ten to minutes. talk to this goddamn yeah, so what is it, monkey. What does it monster. look like? Set the scene. She's sitting down cross legged in front of the door. Mock will not open it more than six inches. If she you. can snag a hair from this thing, if it's close enough. She'll do that. If she can't, that's fine. She doesn't need the component. I mean, so that's not the animal. Okay, fine. Animal. No. 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 She it's loses a finger. No. No. She tries. There no. the nine finger. <laughs> nine finger picture. I'll get that finger back. No, that's fine. She she can't she can't snag a bit of it, but that's fine. Enough. I'm better with nine. I'm better with nine fingers. All right. So what? So so, so you're just doing that. Set the scene. Closest thing to a monkey. What she got? What's closest thing? Human. Human. Okay. So she's got some human bones. That's true. Close enough. <laughs> they have a little bit of meat on them she, right now. Well, you know, she There's she a lot to spare. She takes them in her hand and she crushes them into a kind of a paste because they're fairly fresh human bones. Yeah, they're very wet. They're very wet. You lot, know, lots of marrow. A lot of marrow. Yeah. And you're you know you can you're able to you know. You you got the idea, and she's able to. She smears it over her face. God damn it! Jesus, <laughs> it's fresh. It's fresh. It's fresh. Kind of like a white, let her a white reddish smear covers her face, and she's she's muttering um, in a language. It's not even a language. It's just it's these like uh, phonemes that sound uh, like guttural, um, and they they kind of morph. They transition into. Something that sounds a bit more like ape-like, and uh, she's able to communicate through this kind of pseudo. Well, this is, this it's is dialect. This is describing the beginning of the text. Yeah, dialectical approach. Okay. Uh, it's, it's so she's she's preparing of, all of that. Yeah. As Baron walks over to uh, go assist with, says clearly, Mock Berja got this thing taken care of. Baron walks over to the last building that he saw Scrimcorn go in. My perception's plus seven. As Scrimcorn walks out, holding a thing, a teapot. Huh? Fuck. It's obviously, I mean, magic items are easy to tell. Scrimcorn's holding a teapot that's brimming with magical energy. Scrim says, "I got it," and we'll continue next week. Uh, <laughs> murder. <laughs> most foul. Baron killed most 18 people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he really killed a lot of people. I have that never I... been or heard of a campaign so proud. where it was two fireballs in a row. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty it's true. That's pretty Usually sad. one does it, or it was never a good idea in the first place. <laughs> Conservation of uh, resources. Mm. It was like, just wanna. What spell was it that burned the library? Burning hands. Which is like an entry level. It's like yeah. but, level but, one. Level one. But in some ways, it feels to me, That's to true. me, burning hands feels less explosiony and more just it's like a flame burn flame. everything. Like a, it's a burning wave. Yeah. But like, so. it, it, honestly, it's it's not it's not too dissimilar <laughs> to like fireball and how it feels because it hits an area you can't like prevent. Like Del did it last week. You can't not hit.